0: Welcome to the SNA Live podcast, hosted by Three the Hard Way. This is for the culture. Black and Latinx, where you
1: at? What's good, cigar fam? It's your boy C-Way, and welcome to SNA Live, the show not just about cigars and cigar lounges, but life in general. Because if you're in a nice ass cigar lounge with your peoples and only talking about cigars, then you miss the whole motherfucking point. We're recording live as always from Smoking Ashes Cigars and Haberdashery, the hottest cigar lounge in these United States. With me, as always, are my partners in crime, the GM and Leak. Say what's up to the people. Yo yo, what's good? What's going on, fam? Blessed to be here. Today's episode is episode number three of season three, entitled "After the Whistle Blows."
0: Fast already.
1: We're gonna be talking about life on the court. We're gonna be talking about life. After the court After the spotlight Is not, no longer on you We're bringing back Our segment This can't be life And I can't wait To get into that one Cause I got a particular Frustration That I need to vent this gonna particular it episode.
0: Get it off your chest gonna get, get it off your chest yeah.
1: We also end in the series Ending the episode Excuse me With our segment What you rocking with And let's see if Lee goes left This particular episode Or if he stays on course Let's see
2: <laughs>
1: And with that being said And usual cut your stick light them up and let's
0: get it poppin welcome to snana live a a podcast like no other featuring three the hard way You, you want it you got it yes yes we are back season three episode three after the whistle blows Well, we take a dive into the highs and lows of being a star athlete, both when the lights are on and off. So you know what time it is. Right now, it's a perfect time to get your drink, get your seat, get your stick, and let's rock. The bop is getting so real now. Like it's becoming almost second nature yeah. Where it's just its just so real
3: As soon as that beat drop, You just don't even That's think it. about it That's
0: it, yeah. just, it's so yeah. real right now Because
3: it's in your soul You Y'all don't even yes, think
0: about it Yes even, it is Yes it is
1: So before we get into anything We have to introduce the people To our special guest today Former UMass backcourt star Mr. Charlton Clark Give it up
4: Appreciate the love Appreciate
0: the yes, love Yes, yes, yes nice. Joom boy Our guys
1: A.K.A. June, yeah, 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 man. We're gonna, we're definitely gonna get into to, to this whole after the whistle blows thing with respect to, like I said in the intro, life on the court, the highs and lows, and then when the spotlight is no longer on you, when it's after that whistle blows, after the the limelight, after the fanfare, after nobody's checking for you with respect to you, knowing you as that basketball player, and I don't care what level you played at. It happens to everybody. That those people are only cheering you but for so long, regardless of what your your, 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 your your professional sport is, whether it be basketball, football, I don't care if it's soccer, I don't care if it's cricket or badminton. There's going to be a point where the crowd is no longer chanting your name and it's about that life after the whistle blows, yeah. after that spotlight is, is gone. But as usual... Before we get into our topics of this particular episode, we have to get into what we're smoking. And, Leek, I'm going to let you set it off, brother. What do you got this particular episode, which Uh, which
3: you're puffing on? I went with cigar. Usually, I try to mix it up, some cigars that I've had before, some I've never had. I've never had this. This is the Crown Heads CHC Series E, uh, again, by Crown Heads. Ryan fucking pumped this up like crazy, so... (laughs) I hope it doesn't disappoint But again You know It's the Crown Heads This is made at the um, Pichardo yep. Factory in Nicaragua um, Shouts out to Pichardo We have uh, his whole line here And uh, he hasn't He hasn't, what are he hasn't disappointed yet One of my favorites He hasn't right disappointed now? yet um, Little background the wrapper is Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro It has a binder From uh, different re- regions In Nicaraguan, Nicaragua And the uh, filler Is from Jalapa um, all the regions basically In Nicaragua. This is a real Nicaraguan right here Nicaraguan It is And go. it's a
0: unique size too If, not, if I'm yeah, not mistaken this, it's a this, 54 this, by 6 sublime six, yeah, okay. It's a sublime Just like how You know the coalition I think we have another one That we carry yes, in that this, size
3: This is a popular size man it's, Our members really like these sizes. That's the
0: highest I'd rather go with anything. Yeah, I can't. It's right I can't above go, a
3: Toro Exactly I can't go any Pausing bigger than this But this is definitely That size that All the members like We're
4: oh. not going to start that today <laughs>
3: <laughs> we, we can get back Yeah no it can't man No but So um, yeah So just a little of the um, Characteristics It has a It says It has like an oak And leather taste with like secondary um like coffee and and citrus i don't know if you remember the flavors when you had it but so
0: i was telling you prior you said to it, you when said it was very complex and, it, and you remember last night we were in here i don't know if you heard me having mm-hmm. a conversation with ted mm-hmm. where ted oh, was was like, when yo, "You gave Ted." yes yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. oh, he kept saying like he kept okay. saying yo yeah. every time i think i have a a, a pulse on changing. it yeah, it yeah, goes changing, somewhere so, else yeah, it yeah. goes somewhere else and for me that's what I like about a cigar. It's about an experience. We've had this yeah, conversation yeah, yeah, before. Exactly.
3: You don't want a boring cigar uh, where it just sits there, it's the same smoke throughout the whole time. Yeah. I'll turn it out. Yeah. You want something that's going to change on you.
0: That thing is going to go on a little ride, it yeah. takes you different places. I'm so looking I'm forward to it. Definitely. I'm a fan of it. Definitely. Right. What you got, right So I'm rocking with Dapper this week, another company that we one support fa- heavily. One of it, one yeah. my favorite companies. Same here. You know, um, Dapper came out with this small batch, uh, mm-hmm. the Salvito. And I think this is the Lonsdale size that's they got. The Lonsdale, guy. yes. Uh, if you know Dapper cigars, they also make like El siempre and La Marina
3: mm-hmm,
1: yeah. and uh, Cuba
0: El Boracho. Mm-hmm.
1: El borracho is my joint right there. The yeah, Cuba yeah. as well. Cuba, yeah. The Cuba as well. Box, Box press borracho. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so again, yeah. a great company that puts together a fantastic product. Their construction is amazing. The body on this so far is 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 a little bit more than what I thought it would be for Alonsdale. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be a little bit lighter. Uh, when it comes to the background on this though, it's an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. Okay. And it's got Connecticut Broadleaf uh, and Nicaraguan multiple like yours a multi-regional uh, blend between Jalapa and yeah, Esteli yeah. for the filler yep. and the binder so this here again for me ideal size is usually a Toro I am a Churchill guy too mm-hmm. so the Lonsdale kind of sit somewhere I in that same true. realm so far so good great burn even burn white ash the cold leather on the cold drawer uh, mm. dopes are gone so far man again I can't I'm a little biased because I like all the other blends they come out with yeah, yeah, so it's, yeah. it'll kind of be like off of me to yeah,
3: try to compare it, yeah, yeah yeah
0: but it's definitely something that's worth uh, mm. the smoke so far Ooh, so we'll cool. touch back later on it mm. and what are you smoking
3: so got,
0: Conway, we gotta get our man in cause you gotta wrap up and go right into our title yeah yeah, so yeah good you, point you good probably, you're so gonna have to tell them that's all the what problems, I was gonna yeah, say yeah. since I had the mic please so, make sure please. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what we got um, our friend Mr. Clark June smoking today. He's smoking the Chicos cigar C B D batch uh the SNA special. That's kind of that's the name that's on what it. We call it. Well, because I think we've sold more than anybody else has of it, so we get to yeah. name it, right? It's yeah, like yeah, that exactly. old saying, if I lick it, it's mine.
2: <laughs> so that, <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's, what, that's what this that's is. What exactly.
0: <laughs> so he's smoking the C B D blends, the Habano wrapper. It's yeah. got some um I'm not saying uh, mistaken Cariola Cri- ninety eight. Uh, binders and it's got a multiple, multi, it has multiple Dominican and Ecuadorian and Nicaraguan fillers. So, the primary function of this cigar, though, that me, people don't see too often, is that when they smoke a CBD cigar, it comes with the CBD usually sprayed onto the leaf as like a liquid. And this cigar, it's actually rolled in yeah. through the process. So, instead of having a, a dedicated filler, mm-hmm. the filler is the CBD. Yes. And in this particular one, it's an ACDC strain of. THC-free, CBD, great experience. I can't tell you. You guys can speak to it, too. For sure. How many have we sold on top of that, though? And no complaints. No complaints at all. Not even no
1: complaints. Our members hit us up in the chat. Like, yo, let me know...
3: When yeah. you gotta, when you re up, yeah. June, I'll, June
0: does that too on the. Side. He does that. When, I'll when be I, when there. When he,
3: when he was coming, he's like, I, I, "I'm there, but save me that CBD, son. <laughs> <laughs> <Good>. Save <laughs> me that CBD." Like
0: you're saying, O'Conway, the member, it, it, it's something that's requested heavily.
3: Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely.
0: So it's tough, a bit
1: tough to keep on the shelves. Definitely. It
0: kind of is. That's a good problem to have, man. Okay. So June, you enjoy that throughout this process. Hopefully, you know what I mean. It keep you in the right mind. You know what I mean. Well, we'll do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, so yeah. Well, we
3: we had a convo. Obviously, we are talking about sports, so. You know, for everybody I knows CBD, the the benefits of it. The therapeutic is benefits. Therapeutic yeah. Is, yeah. Is, is muscle aches and pain. So, obviously, being a former basketball player, he said, you know, this right here, I need it. My knees is hurt, my back, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, don't, don't fall asleep on us, no. stuff <laughs>
0: these chairs. These chairs will do it to you, too. Yeah. fall asleep. Yeah. But with that being said, Conway, what are you smoking on this week?
1: So, it's funny that you guys were describing... Your two, you two, your two cigars or whatever with the Nicaraguan blend, because that's exactly what's comprised in the in the binder and filler that I have. But I'm gonna start from the jump, from the beginning. So I have the Illusion Cigares Privé. So sleeper, it's a Mexican San Andreas wrapper, and you know I'm a robusto dude. I've, I've said it in plenty of other episodes. So I got my my favorite size, pause, and. <laughs> We got the Mexican San Andreas wrapper. I
0: was I couldn't get him.
1: <laughs> and we got the Nicaraguan Criollo and Criollo binder and long filler. So, Ry, you had put me on to this about two, three weeks ago, I want to yep. say. And it's weird because it just goes to show sometimes when you downplay your label that you put on the cigar, it might not catch your attention. This has been in the humidor for a minute. And I've and we own the shop. I've looked over this countless times. I did the same thing. So
0: now I told you the same thing well, the day I smoked it. Yeah, I literally sat in the humidor and I said, "I'm in the humidor," and I said, "I'm going to grab something mm. that I have like treated like a redheaded stepchild this whole time we've exactly. been here." Yeah. And when I came across it, you had come in to the sh- for your shift. I was halfway through. Yeah. And I think I told you right away Once you walk through I don't even think I let you get settled That was like yeah, yo yeah. You need to try this shit later <laughs> This shit smoke. here? This shit, this this shit right here. here? Yeah This shit here? But You know what it is Because I knew it would hit Because of the size mm-hmm. And the gauge on that That's usually the go to few But the yeah. blend on it Is where it was yeah. Yeah. Once I found out It was San Andreas Rapper mm-hmm. You know that was a Go to yeah, yeah, of ours go-to. So I yeah, mean Yeah man it was something yeah. to hit on. I told you, too, right away. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, You got to try this. Yeah, I
1: have Amazing. Enjoy it. I enjoyed it. Definitely. And, and a shocker. I, yeah, I, definitely. I think, Sleeper. I think I was only smoking that day and I didn't have a drink. So yeah, you, it was just water. Time. Yeah, this was my first time having it paired with something. So, actually, you know That's a perfect segue. I think I'm going to let you talk about what we're sipping on.
3: Yes, so we are sipping on the 14-year-aged Balvini Caribbean cask. So, quick little story on this. So, everybody knows I'm not a big Scotch guy. So... I think it was what Eight Seven, eight years ago Conway comes to my house And I don't know if it was My house warmer When I first moved out here It was a, my No birthday. it was a barbecue, it was, a barbecue. It, was a regular, it was a regular barbecue No It
1: was, no. It was your birthday It was, it was birthday. in May Yes yeah, yes remember. it was yeah. in May
3: So you know I'm like alright Conway brings it through He's like oh I got this for you I'm like oh it looks fancy But I'm like damn I don't really I don't fucking scotch like that I'm like oh, I tried it I'm Hooked ever since Really? To this day That's probably the only scotch No I've had maybe one or two On the show that we've had But that's my go-to right now. So that actually was in my house. That was sitting, just sitting, chilling. I said, you know what? I'm going to bring this out for this episode. Mm. But um, mm. really good scotch. Again, Balvenie just overall is just fucking awesome. They make some really good, really good scotch. Again, like I said, I'm not a big scotch person, but you give me a Balvenie, yes, please. I- I'll take it. <laughs> um, some of the tasting notes, just to put it out there, it has like a vanilla, sweet oak, some, some fruit flavors but uh, for the most part I think vanilla and the sweet oak is yeah. kind of in the forefront right? yeah, you agree? it's definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely definitely so uh, yeah I'm going to enjoy this man definitely and
1: and the crazy part is like, kind of going along with your, your cigars that you're smoking so you had mentioned oak and mm-hmm. I think both your cigars this has a, a that's why I grabbed this too <laughs> yeah, and, and oak it has oak notes yeah with coffee and spice so it's just going perfect with the caribbean gas right. It's is so so fucking mm-hmm. lovely <clears throat> so lovely i will
0: say this i just retro on the first third of this yeah this got a little mm-hmm. bit of punch ah. and that's why primarily the gauge is important for me primarily when i smoke mm-hmm. because when you retrohale retrohale june when you actually just draw in the smoke you let it go out your nose so like you can taste all kinds of craziness to the mm-hmm. actual cigar mm. It's not for the faint of heart,
3: man. Yeah. You got a member that tries to do it. He chokes every time he tries to do it. Really? Yeah, We're <laughs> like, trying to teach him. He straight can't Straight
0: off it, and Annie
3: crying. Yeah. The tears yeah. is blowing. It's not for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: not. Like, you got to be in the game for a little while to do it.
3: But, it, yeah, you, you really it really allows you to get all the nuances. So yeah, I know you sometimes, man. if you're not a big cigar guy, you hear us saying all these different flavors and notes. Right. You're like, how the fuck? Retrohaling? Try that one. Do You're going to be like, oh. Oh, all right. And I get it now. Mm. That, obviously, it's a senses, you know, in your nose. And your nose can So you're picking up all the different senses in the cigar. But again, everybody can't do it. No,
0: you got to practice. Yeah. <laughs> and that leads into something that we were talking about today. Practice. 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 What? <laughs> practice?
4: What does that?
1: So before practice. the court, you got to practice, obviously. Yeah, but all right. Practice. So let's, let's get into it. Our, our first topic. So life on the court. So just to give background, like I said in the intro, Former UMass Backcourt star So obviously UMass D1 School Division 1 school For that, those that don't watch sports In the era that you played at UMass Because UMass doesn't exactly Ring bells Nowadays
0: Not now Not now But yeah.
1: back in the era That you played And so just give people The background We're all around the same age Everybody here is about A year or two And removed from each other Everybody 78, 79, 80, 81 Around there so the era that we're talking about, UMass, and and was
4: Calipari there?
3: Calipari was my coach. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Real, so real quick, not to not to cut you off before we get into that. Yeah. go into a little bit more further back because I think that's no, no what, I was just kind of give people like okay. the so intro. So he was just like, giving
0: a character yeah. drop okay. on, yeah, on, yeah, on a just, little bit of June's profile, just and stuff. so people
3: know
1: who we're talking to and and how it's valid that
3: we even no focus, no I wanted man. him to go back into his history even before no he's gonna talk he's gonna have yeah, he yeah, yeah, the yeah. mic he's he gonna have gonna the it. mic cause no, I'm at get to the it. end
0: of the day you know what I mean if you are a big New York City basketball fan back in the day and they talk about the 90s your, your young man also played for St. Raymond's as well as yeah. you Malik and, and Gauchos and Gauchos and. and stuff so those were names that rang bells in New York City yeah, yeah. basketball road, a, so. A,
1: if you're a New Yorker and you even remotely know about basketball the name Gauchos yeah, should yeah, yeah. just resonate right off the bat. Yeah, so, you know what? I'm going to shut the fuck up and let our <laughs> guests. Just it's take not that I, I want to show,
3: I just, it. I think it just sets the precedent for them to go back because UMass is the end goal. Let's start from where to start from. Yeah, but I just wanted to yeah,
1: know, yeah. kind of, like I said, just let them know kind of. Because if you're not from the New York area, mm-hmm. you know what yeah. I mean? Gauchos, yeah. St. Ray's. Yeah. It's doesn't, true. Doesn't it, doesn't ring, it doesn't resonate. But UMass was national. And then, ever we're talking about. They were not only just top twenty-five. All the way wrong, up, college they basketball was just number fun. one in the nation yeah, at the time. Yeah, exactly. different points in the in the, in the uh, in the season. So, like I said, I'm gonna shut the fuck up. <laughs> and Mr. Clark, please regale us with the tales of just the come up before you even before UMass even happens. Right. Like the this, just the come up in terms of playing initially. And how you got on that path To end up at UMass
4: Yeah So I definitely appreciate The the platform And and the time That you guys have have given me In order to tell this type of story Um, Just a young kid from the Bronx Right Um, Grew up Kingsbridge, Fordham Road area Yeah, yeah um, With Ambitions to just play sports Number 9 bus.
0: Number 3 The 3 You name it right Um, The 4 train (laughs) The D train The D train Um, train, We had to go walk To take the 1 and the 9 train
4: All the way down (laughs) To to Marble Hill To go get on that train Um, Just a young kid from the Bronx Dreams of playing sports Um, And as we get deep into it You're gonna see How my life shaped and formed Based off of the era that I lived in, right? Mm-hmm. The old heads raised us. We was outside. There was much respect, and I tell the story all the time. Different era. ever It's different era now because you use the word outside. Like that's
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: our kids aren't allowed to go outside yeah. right now because of what's going on on these streets. Yeah. So
1: don't even know what outside is. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. We gonna get into that too, yeah, right? Yeah. So you know, young kid, um, Family from Jamaica. Um, grew up around Wagwan it's done already <laughs> uh, grew, up, grew up around a, a bunch of old heads Who was outside and, and they made sure they saw The potential in me To do something bigger and better So it was kind of like let, Let's make sure we steer this young Young man yeah. Into the right direction To do different things, right? Lived on the first floor in the building I started playing on the fire
2: escapes Mm, that was throwback. my That yeah. was that was my
4: That was my court yeah. Until I was old enough To go to the main court Which was a block up
2: Yeah Right um,
0: Ringing the fire escape, Trying to dunk everything yeah. we, t- we talk about Now when we talk about fire escapes You're talking about The ladder The ladder down. The ladder yeah. See so all if you building. don't know about The yeah. building See, yeah, I, 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 Of course Cause yo real talk That's kind of what we all Played off of Yeah Yeah it was either that Or what else I mean for me It was the milk, milk crate milk, crates.
1: Yeah. Milk, milk crate You nail them into the Into the uh, mm-hmm. the, Listen, the lamppost bro, yeah, Whatever
0: yeah. we could the do The post string
2: fence
1: The
4: fence You name it We did it all right So from playing Basketball on the fire escapes To when I wanted to be A baseball player Somebody's garage became the strike zone that we used right the middle of the street was our football field running into people's cars trying to dodge and run post patterns into the corner yo if you hit the sidewalk or the curb you out of bounds
0: so that's what something that's funny man yo that shit there changed the career projection for a lot of guys who thought they was Mm. cut out to play when you play street ball it was different they know. Frat. We didn't grow up with grass, people. Yeah, no. no concrete
3: jungle. You, you play. Jungle. You said
0: the out of bounds lines were the cars, mm-hmm. and the touchdowns were the, the manhole covers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta run out routes and yeah. potholes. You, yeah. <laughs> you name it. go Shrees to
4: the Toyota camera
3: and go out. Exactly.
4: <laughs> that was our plays, right? Facts. So, you know, just growing up in the Bronx and doing these different things. I wanted to play all sports.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so the focus wasn't just basketball for the, the focus
4: job. wasn't basketball Actually I was a better baseball player Than I was a basketball yeah, player It's, it's a story work, for work. a lot of us Yeah, yeah it's hurt. crazy bro I went to um, Japan when I was 12 To play baseball yes, On sir. the USA team I got selected out of 500 kids Got selected The best 10 mm-hmm. um, yeah. For 12 year olds What so, position
1: were you at that point in time?
4: I was just out, happy to be out there Pitcher Hate catching. Pitcher, shortstop, my, first that was, base. That was mine.
0: That was mine. Outfield, you name it. Dude, you yeah, play Kingsbridge?
4: I was Kingsbridge Little League. So yes. we throwing it yes. back
0: right now. Yes, indeed. Was some Kingsbridge, Kingsbridge Little League yep. alumni over here.
4: <laughs> Definitely. So, um, you know, basketball became my thing. So I started playing with the older guys. Once again, they used to throw my ball over the gate. Can't play Shorty. I used to go get the ball out the middle of the street, uh, come back to the court, (laughs) and after a while, it was kind of like, oh, we don't have a ball to play with. Let's play with Shorty's ball. In order for you to play with Shorty's ball, Shorty got to play, play. Facts. I credit that because I learned how to play. When you're playing with older kids, you ain't the man. Uh You're just another body on the court, right? We're really using you for your basketball, so you're just another body on the court. So I have to learn how to adapt to play with older kids. And once again, they have to gain trust in me in order to let me play. So it's kind of like, learn how to pass. You better learn how to play some defense. Get somebody to basketball when they're open. So I learned all that stuff first before I started working on my own craft. When I started playing with kids my age, it became too easy for me because I was always used to playing with, with old guys. guys yeah, right? yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of kids nowadays don't have that opportunity because yeah. these streets are so messed up. That's yeah. true. That's a good. That's actually a really good point. Yeah. that's really true. Listen, I, I've been I've been a principal. Now I'm a program director at a Boys and Girls Club. And I keep Mm -hmm. preaching this story to to families and to kids Mm -hmm. to let them understand your time is different right now. When I train kids in basketball, Mm -hmm. I talk to the parents and I'm like, your time is different right now because Mm -hmm. the era is different. I was allowed to go outside and make these mistakes with the older yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. These young guys ain't allowed to do that right nah, now. Right? No. You make a mistake, that leash is you, short. Your parents is coming to defend you. Yes. You shut up, don't talk. Let me do all the talking. Yeah, yeah. So these kids don't really know how to navigate and defend themselves. Because
0: their parents are all mini-agents. Mm-hmm. We've had that conversation here yeah, when we yeah, did yeah. access I'm, and all that stuff. Yeah. I'm going to lean into that we too. Just, we
3: just had that combo over there. They're, they're, they're all the mini-agents, yep. man.
0: I, they're, they're already brokering their fucking, they're pro-contract already at the age of 10.
4: Talking about After the whistle blows A lot of the people Who are affected And struggling right now Mm. Their parents Actually did that
0: And they're the ones Facts And they're the ones That didn't have Their career head off So they're living Vicariously through Mm. Their children This is a a repetitive system
4: We're going to get Into all of that So Mm. um, At the time Single mom Two siblings, besides myself, um, I wanted to play basketball I was I was good. I was playing with the older guys, and you know my guy, Orlando Antigua, who's now the assistant coach at um, Kentucky University was lived in the neighborhood he lived by Talentine, um and he used to be,
0: play with the gauchos. Answer ask you that question. Yo, how good would Tallentine have been had they not shut down? Oh, my God. Because that was our neighborhood.
4: Yeah. they had, they had Kareem out. was there, too, right? Right before Kareem he left? Yep. But when they shut down, that's when Kareem came, Kareem to, came to Kareem, Kareem Reed. Shout out to Kareem Reed. Tallentine um, would have been. And there was nothing to talk about. There's yeah. nothing to talk right. about. Malik Seeley was there. Yeah, Malik was there. Adrian Autry. Yeah, man. Ryan Reese. They had a crew. Yeah. They, they, they had a crew. And the year that they closed down, the freshman team that and was, the JV team won the championship.
0: Yo, how MVP crazy is that, bro? Wow. They were stacked. Where were you at, age-wise, during that time?
4: I was in 143. I was in seventh, eighth grade, 6th, though. Right? Grade.
0: Yeah, yeah. I figured that.
1: Yeah, because he was a little older than us. Yeah, Yeah. so I
0: I think I had a story with that. My mom used to be the secretary at Tallentown High School. So she used to call Malik. She was the one that used to wake him up, get him. Like She saved him so much. He was so close to us. So Malik used to carry me around the hallways in Tallentown High School. I was like five, six years old. A kid running around there. So I knew what Tallentown was. And when it shut down, it was a culture shock. And it was known for its basketball, primarily. That's all it was. John Serandria was the head coach at the time. He's the one... He was a former firefighter and stuff, but he had taken that team multiple places. But just because you mentioned the Talentine when you mentioned Orlando, I was just like, damn. Because that's another name that would have been tied directly to Talentine as well. He lived right across the street. That's right across the street. Wow. Was he on Andrews or on University? Andrews.
4: <laughs> so he literally he lived across in- the street. He was literally across the street. Yeah. So once again, Orlando went to 143. Hot. The buzz in the area was we got a young kid out here. He's playing ball. He's playing ball. And they told Orlando. Orlando was like, "Okay, one day I'm gonna come around, the, come around the way, pick him yeah. up. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go trial at the Gauchos. Mm-hmm. I had just came back from Jamaica. Probably not even a day away from Jamaica. Had no shorts. because I never played organized basketball before, so I had some. How old are you at
1: this
2: point?
4: Seventeenth <clears throat> grade, right? So he's no, watching. actually, I was eleven. Was eleven, yeah. Oh, so you know, was sixth grade, fifth, sixth. Grade. I was eleven years old. Yeah. Sixth grade. I was 11 years old, had no basketball shorts, never really played the game. Mm -hmm. Once again, my basketball court was the fire escapes. Yeah, yeah. So I came outside, yo we going to this gym, okay just came back from Jamaica so I've barely unpacked had some pineapple shorts on
2: <laughs>
4: and, a, and a fishnet tank top
2: Oh, oh yeah. real yeah. Jamaican real yes. Jamaican yes. I was
4: rude looking like young, young rude boy red. yellow it was red red. Oh, red. looking like Shabaran and Mavado all together
3: right young rude boy <laughs> yeah.
4: oh so shit so he took me down into the gym we ended up being late for my age group once again I'm 11 mm. when I got there the 16-year-olds were playing, ooh,
2: Man.
4: So it was kind of like, fuck it, you gotta get him out Yo, there, right? I got this young kid, yeah. let's throw him out there. You know, I don't know no better, I just wanna play basketball. Yeah. They threw me out there. Did all right, got my ass kicked, but I did all right. I held my own, mm-hmm. right? After it was all said and done, Coach Dave Jones, um, Dave McCullough, Julius Dees is there, all the coaches that was at the Gelch's at the time. And he's like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm 11.
3: Get, get the, the fuck,
4: fuck out of my here. gym, <laughs> <laughs> X, Y, Z. Now, I'm new. I don't know nothing about this basketball yeah. world. So I start crying. Yeah. 11 years old. Of course. There's a lot going on, right? there. <laughs> like
0: you just landed. And his adults yelling at you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know me from a whole in the wall. Facts. Stranger yelling at you. Yeah, yeah.
4: So I'm crying and I'm putting my clothes on. So Orlando, I guess, was talking to whoever's in, a, in the offices upstairs or whatever, and then he came downstairs. And he asked coaches like, "Yo, how did he do?" He was like, "Yeah, he did very well, but he's not fucking 11." Like, I hate liars, yeah, so yeah. I told him to get his shit and get the fuck out of my gym. So I'm there packing my stuff up and you know getting dressed, and he's like, "Nah, he's the young one that I was telling you about." Yeah. He's the young one that I was telling you about. So they was like, "What?"
3: That motherfucking 11.
4: <laughs> Just like that. Yeah, yeah. No <laughs> lie. So they was like, "Call your mother right now." Yeah. So you know, Jamaican mother, I call my mother. <laughs> <laughs> and she hears me crying
3: so the first thing my mother's gonna do yeah. uh, straight defense who, f- who gotta stab Yo. Yeah. what going on now yeah. so
4: she about to call all the uncles and the cousins Yeah, yeah everybody's yeah, yeah. About, about to come down there with machetes to, yeah exactly machete's white boy hacha's about to be dead <laughs> <laughs> white boy hacha <laughs> no. so my mother don't play yeah. so my mother's but like where, f- where are you at and I'm yeah. like I'm at this gym ma uh, could you please just let them know how old I am Because they yeah. think I'm lying
1: yeah.
4: So I put my mother on the wow. phone The first thing I hear The mother on speakerphone If you touch my fucking son I'm coming down there to kill everybody
2: <laughs> <laughs> Every
4: So I love it So he's like No, 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 no We just want to know his age Because kids come in here And lie all the time Just yeah. to make this team it definitely
3: yeah, yeah, This definitely is how like
4: prestigious The Gauchos yeah. and the Riversides yeah. were bass, Right? Bass. You had a thousand kids Coming to try out for two spots Yeah, no, it's true You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. I didn't notice at the time. Once again, this is new to me. So, my mother's like, no, my son is really 11. His birthday is August 24th. Mm -hmm. Now, I have a late birth according to AAU terms Mm -hmm. at the time. You lying. Mm -hmm. It went as far as one of the coaches putting us in the car and driving us home. Mm -hmm. Because then he was like, I want to see his birth birth certificate. certificate. So, my mother's waiting at the door, stepping like ready. Uncle's on deck Everybody's on <laughs> deck The
0: building is on red alert Yo
4: And it was crazy So she's like You okay, you okay? I'm like yes I am Just show him That I'm 11 Yeah He saw the birth certificate And he was like I struggle I found one mm. Right Cause usually In this basketball realm Everybody knows everybody okay? yeah, yeah, yeah For you to find Somebody who can actually like, play, like a, a hidden gem, a hidden, yeah. And yeah. that's what I was to them at that point, right? Yeah. You wasn't a a big as a ass You
3: wasn't big as I ass was.
4: Gym. I was LeBron before. Yeah, you was baby LeBron. You know what I'm fucking, saying? Yeah. So you know, yeah, that's a fact. All that curry goat oxtail and rice. And <laughs> <laughs> and I was like I was solid. Like, yeah, I was yeah. a solid kid. And I played football and I played the other sports. But they was like, "Yo, we got one tomorrow. Make sure you at the gym at X Y Z amount of time." So I'm like, "Okay, cool." Mom is that okay She was like If they make you cry One more time You never back." <laughs> <on> that <laughs> so that's how the story Really started right oh, I went dude. down there The next day And it was just me And the gym working out mm. They had newspaper reporters There XYZ I, I still have the article To this day in the house mm. um, Ross Strickland was a rookie On the net, On the knicks, the knicks At that knicks. time yep. On the Knicks at the time yeah. He's a former gaucho. Yes yeah. Now, I'll never forget it. Every time I see Ross Strickland to this mm. day Another, like another Bronx native do you remember? And he's kind of like, "I know who you are." And I'm like, "You gave me your first pair of sneakers. Wow. He gave me the, the um, Adidas, the, the, the pumps before That's they came out. Oh, okay. My yeah. first pair of basketball mm. sneakers. That's great. And when I say I didn't have him signing, you know, once again, I'm culture shock. I'm just kind of like, "Thank you so much."
0: You just you just happy to be there at just that happy time. To be yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. And
4: me and him, you just he's shooting jump shots. I'm rebounding for him. He made me shoot jump shots. I'm, he's mm. rebounding for me, and I'm kind of like.
0: What's happening? <laughs> like, I don't know what I don't know what going, it is. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah.
4: So that was my first experience with the whole thing, and then ever since then, it just kind of skyrocketed and took off, right? Um, parents being involved. My mother, like I said, there's two other siblings at home, so she couldn't come with me to every game.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: It was kind of like, I trust you. Get on the train. Go where you gotta go. When you get there, call me and let me know you're safe. Yeah. And that was it. Other than that, and I say that to say this. A lot of the stuff That's happening now Parents are way too involved Because parents are trying To mm. broker deals Parents are trying To use their Their leverage And use their voice To put their kid In a better position Instead of letting The kid grind it out yes. And get to where you get Based off of your grind Your marriage Yep you, you see what I'm saying And Just thinking about it And going back Through the whole thing My mother Didn't really know That I was a Quote unquote Basketball star yeah. Until I was a sophomore In high school mm. Mm. She, she didn't know, right? When it was time to make a decision to go to high school, I just knew I didn't want to get on the train. Mm. I'd rather just take the bus. There's a couple of my guys in the neighborhood who were from St. Raymond's, who went to St. Raymond's.
0: 22 bus.
4: And I was like, you know what? It's easier for me to take the bus
0: yeah, than to go take on the
4: train, right? Yeah. I wasn't a Harlem kid. I'm, I'm sitting here and tell you that that wasn't me. Yeah. The Gaucho gym was the furthest I went. And that was going out.
0: Like out a of your way, of the way. As, as far as public transportation wise yeah, yeah, To get yeah. there is, It wasn't just and, and, an and, easy and, and You know what the
1: funny part is Just like real quick People that are not from New York Don't understand that Because like Harlem and the Bronx Are mm. right next to each other Yeah Harlem yeah. is a different animal Yo News yeah. yeah. is different And
0: but we're like, talking it, about A different generation too The yeah, time period
1: Exactly Exactly I'm not even saying Necessarily in a negative way
3: No I'm right. just saying like Different Different animal. What, was, different what animal. was crazy about gauchos mm-hmm. is people came from all over New York City just to play. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. not even just New York.
0: I, I think New York City. I think people traveled from everywhere. Yeah, that's in the oh, I mean, damn near tri-state at the area. Time, I lived in Yonkers there. at the
3: time. I was fucking. That's my point. Tracking, you know, all the way from Yonkers. So you to come from the to Six b- borough. I yeah. can
0: guarantee people came from upstate Connecticut. Yeah, Jersey. Yeah, we had
3: kids from Connecticut. All that shit. Yeah, you so can imagine that. Let me
1: ask you something. So you're talking about your mother didn't realize you was kind of a quote unquote basketball star until sophomore year high school. When did it click for you that you realized, like, oh, okay, like, I can really do this. Like, I, I'm actually kind of nice. Like, when did it click for you?
4: When I was 11, when I went to that gym.
1: I guess the 16-year-olds, and you held like, your own. I, I held my own, yeah, right? So,
4: from there, it was just fuel. Like, you you, you had an untamed dog mm-hmm. that you started to tame, who started to understand, like, it's either kill or be killed. Mm-hmm. And that was a mentality that was, I, I was breaded that way, right? Mm. Then it was kind of like when I came home, because I was playing with the older guys, I had to fend for myself. Always fighting, always on defense. Mm-hmm. Right? And then after a while, I started getting better than the older guys. So then it just kept, I, I just kept sharpening tool, sharpening, sharpening, sharpening. Um, and, and then playing at the Gaucho Gym is kind of like now mm. you play now recognition comes then you had Hoop School
3: mm-hmm. like, wow Hoop School Shows- was Shows- the, Shows- the, the, the
4: magazine yeah, was, yeah, yeah yeah wow everybody right. can go and yes. see what was going yeah. on right yeah. ratings and all that stuff yeah and at the time the ratings meant something yeah that was big yeah was it big. was a legit like the source it, yeah.
0: it, it's back in the day
3: with absolutely his, with
4: his mics yeah. <laughs> right and it still means something to this day but for me it was a hit list
3: mm-hmm. mm. where
4: you put me heard you whoever's Everybody above me who's above me <laughs> yeah,
2: going after you. yeah. before
3: that game you look food. at the, you look at that and see if you was playing against somebody on there i'm getting at him. Uh, yeah yeah. i'm and getting it, at him. it was
4: personal oh he's ranked right. ahead of
3: me i'm getting at him.
4: and even if it was my right hand man like it was ryan yeah even though we're boys because you're ahead of me
3: on the courts there's something different. Something I got going totally at you. different
4: yeah, yeah. going at something facts. totally different right so a lot of guys that played with me on the gaucho team was ranked as well too right gary saunders Mm. My guy That went to Rice Went to Georgia Tech Went to Seton Hall He was everything He was like Glenn Robinson
3: Mm. He can At Purdue Yeah Yeah. At Purdue He he
4: did everything And actually My coach at our, Our Ladies of Angels took me to go watch a game for the first time. Yo, I
0: forgot you went Flashbacks. to Orly. Yo, me and
4: this dude is tied <laughs> in so many ways right now. That's he, so crazy. It took me to go see a game, <clears> and the Gauchos <throat> was playing, and Gary was playing, and it must have been. <clears throat> Gary was 10 at the time. <clears throat> 10 years old. <clears throat> when I say Gary Saunders left that gym with 15 trophies. <clears throat> shit. 15. I bullshit you not. 15 oh. trophies. Ah, uh, Okay. MVP. Mm-hmm. Mm. Highest scorer In the league
2: yeah.
4: Highest rebound In the league Playoff MVP First place trophy yeah. This That You name it <laughs> Whatever man, the it, categories he were just, He took a yeah, Defensive right. player dist- <coughs> Yeah He was Harlem he was, he was Harlem right All day Harlem Yeah, yeah, yeah All day yeah. But once again Gary was so skilled Because he was at the Gaucho Since he was Five six years old
0: That's yeah. a huge yeah. advantage In that time You brother. see what I'm saying Absolutely
4: And me Just starting yeah. off At Dying 11 rough, yeah. Yeah. At 11 It kind of was like this kid can go where the hell he come from that was like now you're ours we don't want you playing with nobody else you got to make sure you're here and put me on the map so it was kind of like let me see who's in front of me learn from them and hone my skills and that's what it was right it was the dog it was the hunger the fact that people were ahead of me was my fuel and my fire yeah you know what i mean let me ask you a question june that was self-taught it definitely was because once again mom wasn't into it but once again that's
0: the reason why i yeah. wanted him to touch on that because yeah. we all share off, off off camera and off off my conversations especially with the training with you nowadays and right. you could see that with kids nowadays that that mentality isn't naturally instilled nope. it's something that they either have to be trained to be having to even have it resonate mm. it, I, it's very
1: rare It's very rare I think that You have Comfortable When I say comfortable I mean like Financially In home life Comfortable kids Have that hunger It's very rare it's, Like It's tough Like Kobe Bryant Is like one of those dudes Where it's like His father was an NBA He grew up in so Italy Yeah he had that he, he had that around He was very comfortable But he was very comfortable Though Like he never no. was like The point like, is that He
0: didn't have to do anything Really He was yeah. good regardless yes. Exactly
1: That's my point So it's very And he's the The odd one out He's the anomaly it's very rare that you have a dude that grows up like that. It yeah. has that hunger, that killer instinct. You know what I'm Definitely. saying? It's usually Nowadays,
0: angry. they're just heavily trained.
3: Quick little story on what you just pointed out. So, when I came, again, I was coming from Yonkers, I went to Gaucho's my first day. So, he told the story how he came in, the big dudes was. He was that dude for me. I, never fe- I don't know if you remember the story. Me and Vaughn was our first day and I think you, I think I was like 12, so you was supposed to be like 13, 14, and we playing and he was just fucking with us. Fuck yeah, y'all niggas soft, y'all soft, what's wrong? Come on, get, get. like he was just getting on like, I didn't cry, but I was almost like, God damn, like this is what the fuck I got? Yo, I, yo. and he was just on us, but yeah. that instilled the toughness, because I, again, I didn't, have the, I didn't know that tough, that tough, hard-nosed part of the basketball mm-hmm. when I came there. And you did that for me and Vaughn You know what I'm saying Like he was honest Like ah, yo we going up for Hitting us Get up Get up You know what I mean Like he just instilled that So again you passed You passed on with you What you got from You exactly. know when you first get, exactly. Got there And yo, you passed it on man June was brutal yo, He was a big ass th- 14 I thought was he was a, I thought he was fucking in college It yo. wasn't his <laughs> was size It wasn't his yo, size You know
0: what's funny about June June's demeanor Yeah Was more And what's crazy was You knew he was crazy In a way because His if you knew him off.
3: I was going to say, when he's like, on the. When he's When he's so he definitely on that court, he was a whole nother person. He became like, a whole animal. It was kind of that mama mentality back then. Bro. It was. And then you get off and he's fucking all jokes and smiles. When he got on that court, it was fucking, it's time. Right.
0: That's what, and again, like I said, if you knew the both sides of you, brother, right, watching right. you yeah. throughout your growth process, it was crazy. because like, yo, this dude was, cr- you know, laid back, bugging out. When he on the court, like, just an animal. <laughs> but he was an animal back then with y'all too. Like you said, he had
3: taken he it on. that experience yeah. with
0: him. And he used that as a tool, if I'm not mistaken, cut me off. But you used that as a tool for you to teach the young guys to humble themselves, too, the same way
4: you were humble? Absolutely. I yeah. mean, listen, I call it the Kaiser Soze effect. Right? Kaiser Soze. And you're on the court, you got to be one way. When you're off the court, mm. be you, right? And that goes into, the, you know, when the whistle stops as well. A lot of people don't figure out who they are until after that whistle does stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when you face reality, you don't want to really face reality. Mm. I was the same person, right? And you know,
0: I can man, say that about you, too. Yeah, You've yeah. always been I, the I, same dude. Yeah, yeah,
4: I try to, I, once again, man, I, I live off respect. Um, humble as I possibly could be. But once again, I knew what it took in order to make sure I succeeded on the court. Mm-hmm. And I also knew that off the court, right? Um, I had some great people in my life. Giving me a lot of guidance, um, but at the same token, I never wavered from who I was. Mm-hmm. I stayed the same person, right? Um, somebody told me every time you're in a room, make sure you stand out in a room. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: A lot of people don't understand that.
3: Yeah,
4: right. <laughs> Elaborate, please. Standing out doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you, you have to be, be the loudest person in the room, yes, yeah. right? You can be the person with the biggest smile. Mm. You can be the person that wants to meet everybody to get to know what everybody else in the room does, right? Um Making sure you are in the front of the room
2: mm-hmm.
4: Was a lot, right? Because once you're a star And you start playing basketball Usually the stars want to sit in the back Laugh, joke around And goof off you mm-hmm. play the room When I was taught Make sure you are in the front Because somebody Absolutely. better remember who you are And exactly. remember your name and your
2: face
0: mm-hmm. I hope y'all are listening to that Like, I, again, contact. that that there Listen, and that That's shit goes beyond yeah. That That's goes beyond life, sports yeah. Yeah. That jewel that right around. there is so fucking on point right there and one thing i want to touch on too i want to ask you and because it's still a lot of kids out there that still live in the same environment how hard was it when you started rising and when i mean rising when your name started getting around and people recognize you especially when local people recognize you how hard was it to separate the idea of being in the hood being around everyone who still wanted to boost you up in the hood and then having to maintain their mm. relationships while you stayed clean mm. to continue your career moving forward, mm. like that crazy not, dichotomy yeah, of balance, without yeah. falling into the the, the shit. Or it, getting, it was or it,
1: getting your head gas to think like, oh yeah, I'm all those. I can, I can do whatever the yep. hell I want. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: it was very
4: hard. It had to be. I, I, I think. Um, with that being said, I think I chose the right school, high school wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, my host, my high school coach was an asshole. Right? Mm-hmm. Gary the Seasonal. know that. Yes, yes, he was. Was, a, was an asshole. Yes, Every he Every deed
0: for a reason.
4: But at the same token... <laughs> I learned, I learned I learned a lot from him. Yes. He didn't allow me to do a lot of this stuff. He never let your head get that. Glass. I will say never about I will say glass. that about him. Yeah. Too. Oh, he never let He, he definitely out. burst my bubble on a lot of different occasions. Right. Like, oh, you only want to think with this head, not the other head. Uh-huh. And it's kind of like, oh, you got all these girls chasing you, X, Y, Z, but you really ain't shit. Mm-hmm. And he always found a way to humble, humble me. Yes. Yeah. He always found a way to humble me. And then on top of that. My family's from Jamaica, so it yeah. was no disrespect. Yeah. There was yeah. nothing of that magnitude, yeah. right? And I wasn't really an asshole. I was just a good kid who wanted to do well in yeah. anything yeah. that I did. It yeah. didn't matter what it was. I wanted to do well. So, you know, I had friends. I lost a lot of friends. And, you know, I, I acquired a lot of friends as well, too, right? But understand, I knew who I was, and I was in control of that. I didn't allow somebody to influence me to be somebody else.
1: Gotcha. Right? Dictated what ended up with you. Yeah, yeah.
4: And when fame comes, that's usually what happens, right? When fame comes, that's usually what happens. People start to be different They people. lose a part of they, who they were. You lose yourself trying to impress this persona that you're this star. One has nothing to really do with the other. Mm-hmm. 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 If you balance yourself out the right way,
3: so right? a lot of players go through that, obviously, and they're still going games. through yeah, it. That's even worse and now. It's it's they're still worse going than. through it. I right? think it is worse now yeah, with too. all social media. and yeah, because all that. Y- y- how many y- y- views y- y- you got? Y- y- Me y- followers y- y- you just,
0: got? Y- y- you're not just the dude in the neighborhood nah. anymore. Nah. It's about fucking. How you said having fuck. Yo, my my last highlight got a hundred thousand looks on TikTok. Like what the fuck? Everything
4: now is about marketability. Yeah. Everybody's trying to market themselves position themselves in a different way, yeah. right? Yeah. And you're losing focus on what it is to really just be a child mm-hmm. and growing up
0: and being a, a good basketball player,
4: right? They're um, more
1: concerned with building a brand than focusing on the craft of like what would make them great.
0: Well, the NILs ain't going to help with that. At all. No. At all. But if you look at
4: it right now, if you're looking at the stars of today, I think the one person who I see have done it the best— mm squeaky clean image is DJ Wagner
2: Mm, from
4: Jersey
3: Junior Junior. Junior. I just just want to go see him play two weeks ago
4: the boy got a good head on his shoulders but I think because his father went through it the trials and tribulations he's not allowing his son to go through it and I think it's the Best thing they can ever I, I, his experience
3: I, I, right I watched him for a whole game They were losing Getting smacked They playing Mount Verde Did his demeanor ever change? Yo, It no. never changed. And That's he, was, he was having a bad game too That's, That's the what I mean. difference He was missing everything But he just kept hustling He was getting down Playing defense Getting steals The ball wasn't going through the hoop He found other ways To so, affect the game You know what's <laughs> crazy I'll
0: tell you this And being a coach Being a recruiter On the football side mm-hmm. of things I don't want look, It's great to show up And watch you play You threw for fucking Four touchdowns You ran for three You had all these things but what happens when The shit was thick When things weren't Going your way Exactly. How were you acting As a leader on your team That's what I want to yeah. see yeah. I can see your highlight film All the time But I'm not gonna see This moment yeah. So you had a time To see a kid Oh yeah At a, a point in time Where things weren't Going his way And, and how he, he responded And reacted
3: to it just kept playing bro And that's what coaches And recruits down, look for just kept man and what, He has an NBA coach also Fucking um uh, uh what's this dude
2: Nope.
3: <sighs> From uh his son plays on Dallas, Dallas Mavericks. Oh, Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. Yes. Brunson is, is, yes. is, is, is so Who you know.
4: is that? Camden. Camden. Oh, Camden, played, Camden.
3: Yeah. 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 So Brunson went to Temple, played in the NBA for years. Hard nosed player. His son. His son is in the, in the league now. So yeah, he has that. He has that. Uh, that older person who who been through. He's been through the whole league.
4: And the guidance, right? And, guidance, and That's yeah. what's needed the most. On top of
3: his father, obviously.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Agree with you, so, so
1: let's flash forward to to college, right? Mm. So. I'm assuming you get a scholarship. Yes, right, basketball scholarship. That was big news. <laughs> yeah, that was that was
0: big news.
1: UMass, John Kyle Perry, you got all these um, other players from different regions of the country. Obviously, that you're not you're not playing with. Had you ever been to Massachusetts before? Your
4: visit. Yes, I went on a, a, a couple of unofficial visits, and then gotcha. I also went on an official
0: visit.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: UMass wasn't my first choice. Yeah, I know. Oh, I was? Yeah, no, I know this story. What was your first choice? And I was going to ask you, like, who else was suiting you in at the time? I had a lot of he schools. Had a, had I had a lot of schools. But school what were the top, know. like, the ones that you had a
4: hard time choosing between? Um UConn was definitely one. Um I did like Texas a lot, right? But once again... Ironically... But once again, I knew myself.
0: Yeah. Right? Mm
4: -hmm. The coach at the time was Tom Penders. Penders. Tom Penders, who's Mm -hmm. from New York, Mm -hmm. Fordham guy, good friends with my high school coach.
0: Same one who drafted Vaughn.
4: Oh, well, Vaughn over.
3: Recruited Vaughn.
4: He was just too laid back for me. Mm -hmm. With my personality and who I was, he wasn't going to push you. I needed somebody in my face. Yeah. So I knew that. I knew who I was at Mm -hmm. an early age. Mm -hmm. So I knew. That type of laid back coach Wasn't for me Because he wasn't going to Get the best out of yeah. me Gotcha I would have been bugging out Doing whatever I want to do You yeah, need yeah. somebody on, on your that ass Exactly I needed somebody To keep and me it just, focused And
1: just for the people That just I don't think we actually Specified a year What year are we
3: talking about In terms of going into college now
4: 95, 96
3: So Ray Allen was at Connecticut at the time. Ray, yes,
0: Allen was Ray Allen, at the Allen was there Ray Allen was there Yes,
4: Deron Schaefer Yeah Was there um, They were recruiting Myself Stephon Marbury And Wayne Turner. They wanted one more guard. Jesus. Right? Those two made McDonald's All-American. That was honorable mention.
0: And that was a big thing, if you don't know. Playing the McDonald's All-American team is a huge thing. Yeah, when I didn't get picked, I cried. Right? Because I missed
4: 15 games my senior year because I broke my ankle. That's
0: right. Wow, dude. I just remembered that.
4: That that hurt. I was averaging 41 a game. That hurt it. Yeah, that, that definitely yeah, hurt me because I put, I put yeah. time in and yeah, I did but, everything I had to do the summer before, killed in all these All-American camps. I played very well. And then when I broke my ankle, it was kind of like I missed 15 games. I missed most of the year and it kind of just destroyed me. So anyway, fast forward, um, UConn was definitely a favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I was like, I'm not sitting behind nobody. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. sitting behind nobody. So Rashmel Jones, who's from Westchester, New mm-hmm. York, committed. Early, right? Six five guard, very strong, athletic. Get to the basket. Ricky Moore, point guard from Georgia. Okay. Six one he was nice. point guard. Tough. He was quick. Looks like Roy Jones. Tough. Yeah, tough. Um, And he committed. So it's kind of like we need one more guard. And I'm like, that's just too many guards. You got Deron Shafer, yeah. who's a six five. Too many guys in the really, room there. Yes. Ray Allen, who's Ray Allen, nothing to talk about. Yeah. Um, and then those other two guys already committed. So, you know, Calhoun's mm-hmm. in the house and he's like, I need one more. you, Stephon Mulberry, or Wayne Turner. Wayne Turner's from Boston, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Stephon yeah. is from Brooklyn. I'm from the Bronx. And I'm like, mm-hmm. there's too many people for me. It's a, a, a lot. Actually, it's right? a yeah, thick it's room. A how cool. are you getting in the room? But yeah. once again, mm-hmm. I was with it because I loved UConn. Yeah. My other top school was Michigan. I'm a Fab Five dude. Fab Five. Yeah, we came up with that. Especially during that time. I'm a Fab Five dude to the core, right? Jalen Rose, my guy, um, Chris Webber, John Howard, Jimmy King. Ray um, Jackson. Ray Ray Jackson. Jackson. That was my crew. But the year before I got there, they brought in four McDonald's All-Americans. Yes. You had... um, it's like Maceo. Maurice Taylor, yeah, Maurice yeah, yeah. Taylor, Maceo, Maceo yeah, yeah. Um Willie Mitchell, uh-huh. Gerard Ward from yes. Mississippi, yes, right, and then they had the little white boy to shoot a who can shoot the shit out the basketball, yeah. and I'm just watching them that whole year because once again I'm a Michigan fan and they're losing games and I'm kind of like yo you're not playing together because your ego is bigger than his ego, his ego is bigger than your ego, and everybody wants to be the man,
1: yeah,
4: and then Gerard Ward did a. Uh, a Sports Illustrated article and he was like you know I jump like Jordan I shoot like bird I pass like magic and I'm like mm. You
2: trash. <laughs> yeah. And that was
4: me, right? So yeah, I'm yeah. saying to myself, if I was to go to Michigan, I know I'm going to bump heads
2: yeah,
1: with, with dude. these dudes
4: because yeah. I'm about winning. You about looking good. You yeah. understand? I'm We're saying? not the same. We're not the same. Mm-hmm. We're not yeah. cut from St. Claude. And me from the Bronx going all the way up to Michigan to beat people up.
3: <laughs> that wasn't going to work. That wasn't going to work
4: because I want to win. Yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? I yeah. want to win. So yeah. I was like, ah. But that summer in ABCD camp, oh my God. Um, a, B, C, I was yeah. on a team with Robert tracked trailer, God bless the dead, yeah, who was yeah, Mr. Basketball in Michigan, who wow. was everything. Beast. Albert Beast. White also too. And he put me with a whole bunch of Michigan dudes. And I'm like, and I'm I mean, we killing everybody in ABCD. I'm like, yo, shorty, you need to come to, come to Detroit. to come hang out, this then, the third. And I'm like, let's set it up. I'll come to Detroit, like, let's yeah. do it. You gotta come out here And play mm. this and third. And it was Robert Traylor's Way of saying Listen I'm signing With Michigan mm. I need a killer Like you on my mm-hmm. team gotcha. So we can go Yeah You know And you know It just didn't work out That way Cause I'm like ah, Man There's too many People mm. over there mm. It's not gonna work for me uh-huh. You know UMass came into play Cause UMass was always there From day one Right mm. um, You had Carmelo Travieso Edgar Padilla, the two Spanish guards yeah. Who were holding it down yeah. Fundamentally sound Doing all the right things I'm kind of mm-hmm. like I'll be the third guard So, so me Three of us mm-hmm. I knew I could be One of them out of a spot yeah. That's mm-hmm. how I felt yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah, Coming yeah. from New York I, I know I'm taking I'm uh, beating somebody Out of a spot yeah, yeah, just, yeah. just giving right And so I ended up signing there. Dana Dingle was there at the time, who Take was from San Ramon. From the Bronx. Yeah. Um, so you know, I knew somebody there, so I wasn't going to be alone. Mm-hmm. Two and a half hours away from the crib, ninety-five to ninety-one yep. straight That's what the, and
0: That was my next question mm-hmm. to ask you too. Did the location of your your destination at the point uh, at that time, did the location play a part? Since it was a little close to home, where it was close enough to be within reach, but not close enough to be on you. Left and right, or nine. You know. Yes, I, I.
4: Yes, definitely. Right. Um. But once again, traveling with the gauchos and being away, I slept better in hotels. So I was used to being out. You were used to
0: making the moves and being around. I was used so, to
4: being out the house.
0: So you know, a lot of people. If you're listening, if you don't understand the concept, that when you grow up in the circuit of playing on all these elite club teams and stuff these tournaments are not just down the block yeah. and in your neighborhood. Nah, you they're, travel. they're traveling. You Who's know, they're, they're going everywhere. He's
3: on the road two like or right three now, times a month. Like, like oh, right this. now, my
0: son is going to West Virginia next week. Two weeks after that, he's going to Tennessee. Three weeks after that, he's going to South Carolina. So for me, it's like a, I'm, I'm having that relapse of a moment watching what you guys had gone through mm-hmm. just watching my own, do son, own son do it. Right. So, Traveling so much, you get used to the traveling aspect. So distance isn't a problem like that. Point. Not at all. Not at all. And bro. you had a good control of your character, so I did.
4: But at the same token, <clears throat> excuse me, I was just mom at home with my two other siblings, mm-hmm. right? So I wanted to go away selfishly, mm-hmm. but at the same token, it's kind of like I need to be close enough. Where, arms, that's arms what I wanted like, to I know. Get yeah, back, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's what I wanted to know. The that, furthest I probably was gonna go was Florida. Um, no, still a two and a half hour coast, flight Florida coast, yeah. Still a right. two hour flight at that But I also was looking at coaches mm-hmm. Who was going to push me to be better yeah. mm-hmm. So I looked at Indiana and Bobby Knight Because I'm like I like the fiery That's the epitome of pushing at oh, the time At the
0: time <laughs> Yeah I probably would have headbutt Bobby Knight oh, yeah. right.
3: <laughs> <to> <laughs> You, yeah. you Absolutely Right yeah. um,
0: I can see the chair flying out <laughs> Mid time out Mid, mid time out <laughs> Going over some shit The chair flying from June Um Purdue. Gene Cady was a coach yes. at Purdue yeah, at the Katie. time. Tough yeah. wow. tough yeah, Another definitely.
4: tough, hard-nosed yeah, coach. Definitely. I liked Kansas a lot, too, but at the same token, because mm. I didn't qualify early enough, mm. Kansas, Roy Williams at the time, sent his assistant coach to come see me.
3: Mm. Right? So kind of took that personal.
4: The Caesar took that personally oh, was okay. kind of like that's,
3: okay. that's
0: still a huge accolade though yes. You're talking nah. about But yeah, Lee you,
3: you want yeah, Roy, Roy Williams To come that. see you I understand I get bro. that
0: I totally get that But yo realistically like, What you trying
3: to say You couldn't come out here And see exactly. me
0: Exactly <laughs> Realistically though It's still The allure of who's coming To check yeah, you yeah, That's man. true But something that you just said too though Was um, Was 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 funny um, You had just alluded Damn yo, I, just, I, was, I had it on the tip of my tongue I love.
1: You know what Perfect point To pause We're gonna we got to get into our, our segment. Yes, yes. We're gonna come. We're gonna come back to this. Wait,
0: wait. No, I got it. Hold on, I, right, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we'll <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. Really quick, really yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. It's just. It's more of a point to make. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening to how he's talking, he is literally stating how he was looking for a hard nosed coach. And that is something he, he, didn't, that, want it, yeah. he
3: didn't want. He want the easy way.
0: But the thing is that I don't see that in today's athlete yeah.
3: on any standpoint. Yeah, they want the easy. They want the easy way out.
0: They don't want to be coach yeah, hard. Yeah, and the parents don't want it neither. Nope. So to see an athlete of his pedigree at the time sitting there knowing who he was to, know, yeah. to have the wherewithal to say, "Yo, you know what? Now I need someone who's gonna basically be on my ass, get the best out of, to me. get the best out of it." Yeah, yeah. You don't hear that nowadays. So. Nah. Well, I just wanted to bring that up Because that's a big difference on why It's it's a huge difference And where you did What you did in your accomplishment Because the mind frame was different Mm -hmm. That it goes to a little bit, you know, the Mamba mentality. Mamba that mentality. whole yeah, yeah. You know, yes, exactly. You want to be the best and go through the best and be exactly. in, in these hard the situations. So, exactly. perfect time to segue, Kyle. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, like when we come back, we have our segment called "This Can't Be Life," where we talk about the stuff that you just can't believe or can't wrap your head around. And we got a doozy for y'all. This particular episode, <laughs> we'll be right back.
0: All right. All right.
3: It's the main event
0: It's the s Today Live podcast And it's time for our newest segment This Can't Be Life we bring to light the most dim-witted itch that's going on
3: in the news today
1: And we're back with our segment that we call This Can't Be Life So, as I stated before, before the break This is where we just talk about something Where we just can't wrap our head around what happened you know, in, in episode one, we talked about our boy AB, former Bucks wide receiver.
0: He got petty yesterday too. You yeah, saw so yeah, some he of those did. tweets Real, he threw out?
1: Straight petty wop. So today, <laughs> petty considering we're talking about sports, we're gonna keep it on a on sports note. And we're gonna talk about our New York Knicks. Specifically, Mr. Julius Randle. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I saw something I didn't see. I did not see this, but a Newsday reporter tweeted it as it happened. So not some random person, a reporter. Journalism they take seriously. Obviously, their word is their rep. So this particular person, um, Steve Popper, I think his name was. Of course you remember the name. He's a
4: columnist.
1: He tweets out that Tibbs... Tom Thibodeau, the head coach of the New York Knicks, took a timeout, pulls his little pad out, he's scribbling the play or whatever, and Julius Randle is just like wandering around the court on the other end of the court, not paying attention, not really being engaged into Not a
0: part corner. of the team.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Especially
0: exactly. when I'm looking at you as a fucking leader.
1: Forget even paying attention to the play being drawn up. You're not with you're the leader of that team.
0: That resonates.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. That sense. It, it goes from the top shit. down, man. Right? It goes from the top shit down. Shit rolls
0: downhill, bro. So it's just
1: like, it's frustrating as a Knicks fan. Because we had a good season last year. Yeah. But that's to build on. That's not the end of We didn't need a chip last year. Right. Like you can't walk around like, yeah, I got this. You know what I'm saying? New York's my town now. You know, I was busting ass last year. We made the playoffs. We haven't made the playoffs in a while, so now we're good. Like, no. That's the beginning, right? Like your your goal should be championship or bust in your head. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, the ESPN writers and everybody's going to have their own you know take on mm-hmm. who's going to win a chip this year. But as a player on your own team, if you're not trying to win a championship, then what are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like it's just it's it's very very frustrating to see if you're going to be a leader, your teammates you have to be a leader by example. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Your teammates have to see you, the way you you, you you move, the way you conduct yourself, the way you hold yourself out to be this supposed leader. You can lead the, the team at points and not be a leader. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a different type of, look, at the end of the day, it's New York. And I'm not saying he's not, I'm not saying that, but it is a fact, not everybody's built for New York. No. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough and, and June you can speak on this brother Like I, 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 you, <laughs> you, you, you keep about to say something You kind of They hold you t- Like Listen, go for it man
4: Leadership comes in a lot of different forms Yeah Right um, Especially when you're out there And you're the The quote unquote leader Points Engage Whatever the case may be This team is following you Because of the success that you had last year He definitely showed out I like Julius Randle as a player um, Liked him ever since High school College at Kentucky Um I think the issue with Julius Randle this year is that he's still caught up in the enigma of last year. Yeah. Mm. Right? He had a great year last year. But, best year. But this year's team is much better than last year's team. And I'm going to tell you why. Last year, they had to lean heavily on Derrick Rose. Yeah. Derrick Rose, injury, playing, came back, yeah. MVP status. He's not, he's not getting back to that level. No,
1: he's not that right? dude anymore.
4: He needs less time to be more efficient. Last year, they ran him into the ground, and that's why they fizzed out in the playoffs. Facts. He didn't have enough break time. Frank, I'm not even going to get into all of that, but he didn't have enough rest time. This year, when you got Kimba, now you can split time. They both look fresh early on in the year. Mm -hmm. Evan Fournier, whatever the case may be. Alex Burke. XYZ So they have A much better team I don't think Julius Randle Has realized that As of yet Because he's still Forcing And trying to Be the person That he was last year RJ Barrett got better He's shooting A three point shot Much more consistently now is. And it's going in yeah. Right um, You got Obi coming in Shrieking to the basket Emmanuel quicklys. Confidence is sky high When yeah, he comes he to the game He's trying to change The dynamic of the game Get to the basket Shooting jump shots So they have a much Better team I just think Julius Randle Hasn't realized that he's As not, of yet he's,
3: he's not trusting His teammates I'm not trusting Trying to do everything Not at all Is it that you think though Yeah he's not trusting His teammates
0: What about like, the word Expectation Like for me I watched last year They didn't expect To be as good as they were mm-hmm. Then they were And that's like Now Well wait a minute you showed me you can do this. You can't go backwards. You can't go back. I expect you to give me at least this.
1: It's not a pressure zone.
0: And in New York, you know how it goes. It goes for every sport in New York. You you give me a baseline, I expect way more than that, that moving forward. That right. exactly. Can he handle that? Is he built for that?
3: I, almost, I don't think his skill set is built for that. Not even just mentally. I don't think he's not, like you said earlier, he's not a bad. He's never he's, been a. He's trying he's to be a Batman, ne, yes. and he's not a Batman.
4: He's never been a Batman. So
3: in that case, your team got better. Trust your teammates and make it more of a team, team concept versus so, oh, trying, yeah. to be, trying to be LeBron and Kobe. If you, you notice team the team
4: places team. that he was before this, right? When he was with the Pelicans, mm-hmm. he was a Robin. Yeah. You're under the radar. We're not expecting you to do much. Mm-hmm. He kills. He goes to the Lakers. We're not expecting you to do much. He kills. Now you're at the Knicks. He wasn't you. expecting you to do much. You killed. Yeah. Now, now we I expect, expect you. you to do yeah. Yeah. and now mm, I don't know how to navigate yeah. through this, right? The game I was the watching. Waters. Yes. The game I was watching when he got booed. And it wasn't that they booed him particularly. No. Actually, they did boo him particularly. Yeah. And the reason why was Evan Fournier could not fucking miss a shot. Yeah. So everything needed to be ran through Evan, Evan Fournier. Fournier. because smart was, ball player knows that. He was killing yeah. the Celtics. Yeah. Jump shots, doing whatever. He would have freed up Julius. When the ball got to Julius's hands, it stuck there. Yeah. He was trying to create a shot to be a part of that it wasn't your time homeboy yeah
3: yeah. let the game come to
4: you. exactly that's what he's not doing he's not allowing the game to come to him so now that everybody's
3: writing and talking about it and you booed
4: him now you made your gesture whatever you did now he's being way too passive because he doesn't want to get booed yeah yeah so once again is your skin tough enough to really go through that
1: and that's what it is
4: and that's what it is right your skin is not tough enough so when going gets tough and you start playing well you want the praise, you want the accolades. When it starts getting rough for you, he doesn't know how to navigate and figure that out.
1: And, and right. I think that's what people sometimes don't realize about being the leader on a New York team. Not just a leader.
0: It's a different plane here. on a New
1: York team. Yes. Patrick Ewing got moved. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like... And you're no Patrick. You're yeah. like, you know what, not what I'm saying? Like, He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, exactly. Exact. Top 50 players of all time. You know what I'm saying? Like he went up against Magics and the Birds and the Jordans, you know what I'm saying? Yep. The Carmelones, the Barclays. And like those, he was in yep. it. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not even close to that. So if he got booed and got through it, like you can't be all up in your feelings because they're booing you. My dude, you've been here for two minutes. You know and I'm saying Patrick Ewan had his whole career With the minus of You know A little stint in Seattle At the end That nobody <laughs> we remembers
4: We don't <laughs> want to oh, That was yeah, tough
1: watching yeah, That, yeah, that looks, like looks so to. crazy With him in a <laughs> Sonic jersey <laughs> It was <laughs> tough watching <laughs> We don't want That was sad Nick eight. So And then a large one In the Raptors jersey Remember that yeah, yeah, Nick I mean, That was another one I didn't even remember just, that Yes. Yeah, so. Nick eight. Michael so,
0: in a In a Wizards jersey in a Wizards, Yeah 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 Trying to just not Remember that
1: But the point is Is that These people pretty much their whole career in this in in these cities and they got booed so you can't now all of a sudden turn on the the crowd because like they're not booing let me make a quick little correction they're not booing you they're booing your
4: play. Bad basketball.
1: Yeah. they
0: bad basketball. That, I, I, that, that, play that, that's a good line. Going both of yeah, Exactly. Better. Everyone's saying the same thing here. Well, I'm not physically booing you, bro, but you're playing like shit. Yeah. Right? You're, the, the way you're playing the game, it's not resonating. It's not helping anybody win right now.
4: And if Julius Randle isn't scoring, then what is Julius Randle doing nothing. to help nothing. the nothing. Knicks? Nothing. And that's the problem, right? Yeah, he needs nothing. to realize, I can rebound, I can defend in order for us to still win.
3: Or be a leader. Talk to your teammates. Tell them, hey, go here. You got to be here. Like, he's not even doing that. He's just out the, there playing. You know what's the
0: thing, two guys? Be the best player. But sometimes, though, we put these tags on these players and these athletes that they don't put upon themselves.
3: Yeah, because he's not built for it.
0: You know what I mean Like We're here telling We're were saying all the right things But They don't see that So So
4: understand something From somebody who's Always led, Like myself When you lead The expectation is held Totally different against you Because If you make a mistake Somebody's gonna let you know about it Mm -hmm. Quick If you think you're gonna take a day off Somebody's gonna let you know about it And then you're gonna lose people You understand what I'm saying? So, even when I was younger and I started talking, once I opened my mouth and I said something to my teammates, I knew they was going to view me differently. So, I couldn't come to practice and bullshit. I couldn't come to a game and bullshit. Yeah, you put the expectation on yourself. I put put that 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 expectation on myself, not knowing that that's what it comes with. I was trying to speak up so that we can get shit done. Not knowing that, you know what? When we start running... You better make sure you're fucking first. Yeah. Yeah. And you get to the gym. You got to make sure you're the first one in and the last one to leave. Sifo, lifeful. You you see what I'm saying? So you got to make sure that you're really, if you're going to commit yourself to being a leader, you got to know what that comes with.
3: Yeah, it comes with You're held with a
4: different standard and a different expectation Mm -hmm, that even on your off days that you don't want to be that leader, (laughs) you're going to have to fake it and be that leader because everybody's looking at you. Absolutely. As soon as you let it go. Now nah, you ain't shit You ain't the leader We thought you were It's true You taking money Out your pocket now mm-hmm. Yeah You understand what I'm saying yeah, So, yeah. you
0: know yeah, I wish so, I could talk And to the you leash control. was a lot longer Back in the day Than yeah. it is now Yeah There's no excuse That should be in New, 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 New York. York There's, there's, there's
3: the question. Question. no So the, it, the question is Is it time for him to go? Absolutely Yeah If you can get somebody better Or multiple players better but
0: Even at this point though, right Like You might just need to shed the skin you know what I mean? Like, we we, we tried to dance. We, we went to the party together. Uh, yeah, we both have two left feet together. We're not in sync. Maybe it's time for you to find another partner.
3: Yeah, he's not the Batman he's not the leader. So what are you he's, doing? But he's not even the Robin. What, what are you doing? Yeah, for? he's not even the
0: Robin. Yeah. So when you're not the Batman, you're not the Robin, uh, who and else you're not is there? A
3: and you're not a leader. So what are you doing for?
0: But the only other characters that come up in that synopsis are, are the enemy. So when you start playing against, you're hurting your so, own uh, team. Uh, yeah. You feel me, right? Yep. You're playing See? Poison Ivy. You're playing the yeah. Penguin. Yeah. And you're on the other side of the field. Yeah. Uh, hey come on now fam and it happens a lot with these guys though again it just comes down to the simple fact that a lot of these athletes, people are just not they, they outplay sometimes like how Julius did last year in my opinion he outplayed what you expected yeah, absolutely yeah. but like we went to him. I said earlier New York has a crazy mentality where it's like oh wait a minute you can do that? shit well
4: great you need to time. fucking do it every We're time every now time. what have you done for me lately yeah. that's usually what that's it goes through it. and that's in life man okay, yep. especially yeah. in New York
0: Yeah, what if- <laughs> that is New York and
4: that's what it is right if you look at the Knicks team all together who's the most reliable com- commodities on that team if you're gonna trade away if you're saying Juice Randall isn't our Batman and he isn't our Robin you need to bring in a Batman and a Robin mm. Who are you trading off that team in order to get a Batman and a Robin? That's the problem. I keep saying the hottest commodity on the Knicks team is Mitchell Robinson. They won't let him go.
3: I I had this conversation. We we talked about this all the time. They will not let him go. I don't know why. But
4: once again, it's hard to find a rim protector. It is. He's a rim protector, but he's injury prone right now. What I
3: would do. And he's a liability on offense. Big time Major What
4: I would do is I'll package him Right now yeah. Because we're starting to see his injury prone Yeah If you can get good value For him now Get him out now yeah, While you can
1: Another injury Exactly
4: Exactly Get him out now wow, While you can The stock is high Package him with somebody else Unfortunately Quickly. RJ's Yes RJ's Quickly. off the market
2: Yeah right? yeah, yeah he's gonna on. be a
4: Nick RJ, For a while RJ's off the market The two guys that They drafted this year Are Thibodeau type of players Yeah Four-year college players who come from a great system with great coaches mm-hmm. who know how to play defense. Yeah. Yeah. That's why those two guys were a great pickup for them. A kid from West Virginia, and then Texas. Quentin Grimes, that was at um, Houston. Mm-hmm. He went to Kansas first, transferred from Kansas, and then went to Houston. Yeah. Quentin Grimes, then the other kid who's a Texas. dog. Yeah. In Texas, no, he went to West
3: Virginia. West Virginia, West Virginia, like, yeah,
4: yeah. a dog, right? Mm-hmm. So once they start getting playing time, getting comfortable. You're a little major because I know what you do. High IQ, not going to hurt us, and you're going to play defense. That's what Tibbs wants. Yep. You got to make sure you get away with or trade a Fournier in the package with um, Mitchell Robinson or Alex Burke or, you know, they, they love Obi, but I'm also saying, too, like, I Obi. I if he... For the right cause, for the right cause, you're running and dunking, which is cool, right? Anybody could run up and down and dunk. Yeah. Come first, second, yeah. third quarter. Yeah. When the crunch time come And I'm forcing you to shoot a jump shot. Yeah. You can't do, do it. Do you, you, you have? Do That's yeah. what I'm saying, right? And would a cam sure? fit the same profile too? No. Cam skill set is totally different.
0: Cam skill set is totally different. So having the cam though is what I'm trying to say. It makes Obi more
4: absolutely
0: expendable. That's what I meant yeah. by that. Okay, so can't wait to get back to Can't Be Life, why are we using Julius Randle today as the Can't Be Life? Because candidate? at
2: the
1: end of the day, brother, like, and I'm not hating on Julius Randle. I don't want to be clear Bro, stop. That, We're man. from New
0: York. Fuck that. So, <laughs> You <laughs> do, better
1: me. do better than Do better. Like, my dude, man, like, like you said, you got the accolades last year. Okay. Time to build on that. Let's go. Let's do it. You know what I mean? So... Look, at the end of the day, if you're going to be that leader, you got to be that leader. There's no in-between. And if not, then it might be time to go.
0: Especially if you can't play that other position. Like you said, if if you lived up to it and you said to yourself, hey, guys, guess what? I know I did it this year, but I'm not the guy you think I am. Okay? But I'm willing to do everything else to make sure that we're a team. Until we can get that That's not Julius yeah, Randle
4: I don't see the everything else That's yeah. what I'm saying yeah,
0: Exactly It's not He's not, not going to give up the title Because
4: anybody in their right mind Won't give up that title But at the same token You have to understand As a leader of the team If it's not going your way How do you still help Contribute to a team the, he he has So you can win he That's what he needs the object- to learn. The
1: objective is winning yeah. Your shot's not falling Cool Alright are you diving on the floor for loose ball? Are you getting remount? Are you being scrappy? Are you lead like are you leading emotionally? Like what what are you doing? You know, so you know what? That's why he is the The, the, the profilee on for, for it uh, can't be life, for it right it can't, now. Be life. It can't be life. But let's let's get into our second topic um of life after the court. Now before we do that though, I wanna wrap up the UMass days. So we get to UMass, right? So the first, so we're all like I said at the beginning, around the same age. So I know all of us saw the movie. He got game. Mm-hmm. We talked about Ray Allen earlier. Shuttles. And Jesus Shuttles were. Shuttles. So tell the people who've never been through the experience of playing in a D1 college and being recruited and being that dude on campus, because if you have a popular or, or better stated, successful sports team, whether it be football, basketball, and you're on that campus and you're you're one of the starters or one of the stars of the team and, and that team is successful, people are going to know you on that campus. Absolutely. Talk about the parallels between life on campus at UMass and that movie he got gained in terms of like the, the reality of right. that, that situation.
4: UMass was on the rise at the time, right? Um, the year before I got there, they went to the Sweet 16. That's right. Two years before that, they got into the NCAA tournament. Actually, no, excuse me. They won the NIT
1: okay. tournament.
4: Yeah. Then the rise, the stardom started coming quickly. They got to the Sweet 16. So when I got there and I was, I was being recruited, first thing I heard was, we're going to the Elite 8 or We're going to the Final Four. Because mm-hmm. we had the team. Marcus Camby was young. That's why they bring star. up Camby's name, too. Marcus Camby, oh my, my guy. Yes. Yeah. Um Budding star. Um, locally from the area, um, was everything at that time, right? Calipari was a, a fresh young coach. Yeah. Temple was the biggest rival yes. in... John Chaney. In, Chaney. Yes, indeed. Yeah. In, um, Temple did. The Atlantic 10. Right? Yeah, ten yeah. And once we beat them, it was kind of like, we're here now. Yeah. yep. You know what I mean? And that was the turn. And once I got there, they, they beat them the year before I got there. Um, they started getting national televised games. Mm-hmm. They beat Arkansas the very first game of the season um, in uh, the Hall of Fame Classic for Springfield. Nolan Richardson was still down Nolan there. Nolan Richardson, yeah. yes. That's yeah. when Arkansas won the championship the year before. That's Scotty like, K-
1: Dermott. Kareem Reed Kareem was, was there, year. But the yeah. he had to sit out.
4: That, w- that would have been the national championship year. That's right. Shit. That's, that's right. right. So, I sat out there first. Yeah. Damn. So he had to sit out that year. So once again, you know, getting to UMass, it was a big thing. Team was on the rise. Here comes this. Flashy kid from New York, you know. Yeah, I got we,
1: always, we always get that reputation.
4: I got the Pele on, <laughs> of course. <laughs> my Yankee hat is on, <laughs> of course. Fresh. They run around calling me Puffy up on campus. <laughs> <Kansas. laughs> the Yankees is winning, so my chest is hot. Oh, yeah, you're talking crazy. Yankees yeah. is winning '95, we winning championships '96. Yeah. So everything was here. Come New York. Here come New York. Here come New York. Right. But um, once again, I just blended in with everybody. Um, as far as Jesus Shadow where he got game, yes. Ladies was I was the, I was a magnet. The team itself, right? Because we're in Amherst, Massachusetts, we were the NBA team there, so everybody wanted to be affiliated with us. Everybody, so it was coming out the woodworks. You know, I played it smart, did what I had to do, but I stayed low key, and under the radar. Because once again, I'm the new kid from New York. So if I didn't play it smart Everybody would be like Oh New York is doing New uh-huh. New York is doing that XYZ So you know And then the Spotlight's know that, on you Spotlight is on us On the team You know We were the NBA team there Right yeah. We brought relativity To Massachusetts at the time mm-hmm. Right um, Boston College is two hours away They were A good team at the time um, So once again We did what we had to do. I made sure I did what I had to do as well, too. So, once again, great college career at UMass. I wouldn't trade it in for the world. Um, Got hurt towards my senior year. Um, Stress fracture in my foot. Mm. You know, ended up scoring a 1,000 points. Okay. Ended up having a 1,000 assists. Um,
1: Can you talk about real quick? Because this comes up a lot. With respect to this, the quote-unquote student-athlete, mm. can you talk about the balance between actually being able to get any type of schoolwork done and... With your vigorous schedule. Yeah, with your practice schedule. Because, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's a heavy demand on the day one scholarship athlete, right? Absolutely.
4: I figured it out early. Um, the first half of the school year is where you really have to put it in the work Hell and grind. Yeah. Yep, yep. The first half. Because once again, when the second half comes, mm-hmm. second half of the school year is play, play, play. And then come from March Madness. Yeah. So you're not going to be around as much.
3: Tutors came into effect.
4: Tutors. Had them on the road with us. Yeah. We had study hall on the road in the hotels. We were doing
0: school work. That's Setting sure. that GPA from the beginning, though, is the way to go, though. That is the way to go. Though, like you, way to go. Yeah. you get that grade up high. God forbid you slip a little on a test. Mm. At least your GPA is a little, it's high enough in the beginning.
1: So that first semester, you
0: first yeah, semester you got to grind. It's crucial. Yeah, the first
4: yeah, semester is yeah. where you grind, right? Yeah. And I learned that early, and it slipped off late with it. And I'll tell you why. Because I took classes like accounting second market period or the second half of the season yeah. and because I wasn't there enough accounting turned into Chinese to me yeah, it's yeah sure yeah, yeah, definitely you can't there's too many numbers too yeah. much going on too yeah. many algorithms I'm kind of like I'm cool let me drop this and go on to something else yeah, yeah. cause there's no way I'm past this if I'm not here mm-hmm. yeah you, you gotta put the time in first market period or first semester first semester
1: yeah yeah yeah
4: I'm there every day. We're not traveling as much. Yeah. It's more preseason stuff. We're local, I can hone in more, get more help, gotcha. do what I need to do and be in class more. When you miss one day of class and an accountant, you
0: You're set yourself back
4: like, like a week. It's like braille. It's yeah. nothing to talk yeah, about. Yeah, it's right? true. So um, learning those in and outs and those nuances in in college was key for me, especially playing basketball, because once again, you're there on scholarship. You know what you're here for. But to make sure that that GPA was boosted up mm-hmm. very high come first semester was key for anybody that
0: was on the basketball team. It's like patting your stats against a weak opponent. Big time. You pat them yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? So just yeah. in case when I play against, you know, a little bit. Oh, I might have 16. At least it don't hurt my 31-point my average so much. <laughs> right. So, you know, even with that, the coaches, the coaches did a
4: great job, too, to make sure you guys got to make sure you're in class. So you got 6 o'clock practice in the morning. That doesn't mean anything. If you have a 10 o'clock class, you shower, and make sure you're in class. And you know, you had your your team managers going around scouting to making sure you was in class. And if you wasn't, that phone call was going in. Next morning, four o'clock in the morning, we're up running. So nobody wanted to be the cause of that mm-hmm. or the blame, you know, a couple of people got caught and we had to run at 4 o'clock in the morning. Your and I kind of was like, Yeah, yup. using
0: your peers, man, that's a great way. We
4: ain't doing this shit no more. Like nobody wants to get up out of their bed at four o'clock, especially if you're just coming in from a
0: party at three o'clock. Exactly. <laughs> like you,
1: you're self-regulated now. Like now, like every, every teammate's gonna be looking at you like, "Yo, yeah,
0: you know It's jazz crazy. Yeah, you know? You know, there was a study done on that, and it's it's crazy how they always assimilate how, um, like monkeys and apes are so close to human beings. So they had done a study mm-hmm. where they would put a bunch of monkeys in a, in a in a in a space, and they would put a banana in the middle. Every time one monkey went out and grab the banana, they would shock them all. They all had collars on. So it started teaching them that peer mentality. Like, well, wait a minute. Chill, chill, yo. You can't go do that. And that's the importance of... I'm trying to use that in the sense where how June was saying, like, I didn't want to be that guy that fucked up. Yeah. That now we all got to run because of my stupidity. Yeah, yeah. Because also, if you're trying to make a name for yourself on the team, being a leader, you don't make yourself very well-known yeah. or very well-accepted being a leader if you're the guy who's the cause be of a lot of the fucking punishments. Right. So,
1: so you had mentioned that a stress factor and a stress factor in your foot mm-hmm. kind of took you out senior year. Was that the beginning, middle, or end of the
4: season? I think it was something that was lingering the whole okay. time mm-hmm. because I broke my ankle my senior year in high school. So therefore, come freshman year, he's playing Freshman year, I'm playing a playing mm. very first game of the year against Kentucky. As soon as I step into the game, I break my foot. Mm. So now, one year removed from from high school, I got three screws in my left ankle. Very first game my freshman year against Kentucky foot. in Ann Arbor, Michigan. I break my foot. So now, I'm kind of balancing between both feet, trying to make sure that I get myself together my weight down, Mm. do the things I need to do to make sure I'm on the court, things of that magnitude. And I think just the stress and going back and forth throughout the years. So was the stress
1: fracture in your right foot?
4: The stress fracture actually ended up being in my left foot where I broke my ankle. Gotcha. Come my senior year. So it's senior I mean senior year in high school. Left ankle. Freshman year right foot I gotcha. broke Then senior, senior year college. back to the left foot gotcha. again okay. stress okay. fracture so you know we just kept going back and forth back and forth but you know, once again I wouldn't trade it in for the world um, did what I had to do graduated from school scholarship played well had a chance to go overseas to play some basketball could have got drafted once again with injuries things happened went overseas to Russia for a little while played on a Super League team made some good money and then it was kind of like, all right, all this money is going back home. Mm-hmm. One time, mm-hmm. two times, you jerk me, I'm out of here. Yeah. You see know what I'm saying? So,
1: so how long were you in Russia?
4: I was in Russia for about a year. Okay. I was in Russia for a year, playing in a Super League team, traveling to different countries to play the best teams, mm-hmm. Super League team, playing very well. But once again, it was kind of like, I don't need this money with me in Russia. I need to send it home. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. One or two times They did the funny business And I was like You know what I'm cool I'm good I'm out of here I'm Give me all back my home. money mm-hmm. Send me home So when I came back home Got into teaching Was an elementary school teacher at a fourth, For fourth grade Okay Taught all subjects Was coaching basketball Back at St. Raymond's Doing things I like to do and just kind of took off from there
1: So let me ask you this Russia's a year You get back home some of the people that you played against mm-hmm. now in the NBA. Is there ever a point where you are regretful about injuries or the path that your career took? Are you ever envious? Is there ever something that you have to kind of quote-unquote get over? Or were you... Because you had talked about earlier about you knew who you
0: were. Right.
1: And sometimes a lot of people will base... They're at in their life with their self worth, Mm. as opposed to just being the person that they are. So, being that you said earlier that you knew who you were, were you content with where you were at in terms of after the years in Russia? Russia, Or was there a certain amount of time where you kind of had to get over not being? Because I mean, every every basketball player that reaches the level that you reached in terms of D1. Obviously the next step is Playing professionally Mm -hmm. Exactly Whether that be NBA Whether that be overseas Wherever Still a Somewhat Decent Professional Career Right So you didn't Have that After Russia It was only a year And correct me if I'm wrong Was it just Russia After UMass And and that was it 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 was just
4: Russia Okay See here's my one regret That I have And I don't have too many the one regret that I have is that when I came out of UMass and I was playing ball and I was hot, I had agents coming after me. They didn't know too much about the world. I was kinda of just going going through with the field. Yeah. The one regret I have is that there was a female agent that was harassing me. Mm-hmm. Harassing me. I get you this job, you be my first client, X, Y, and Z and I didn't give that lady a shot, she was the most persistent person in my life at the time before I went to Russia, we went to France, I played on the USA team was there for about three months, played in three different tournaments I got MVP in all three tournaments and this lady was going, 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 calling, calling, calling whoever was the coach at the time, whoever assembled the USA team situation and I didn't give this lady a shot. That's my only regret wow. with it. Injuries are part of the game. If you're gonna play the sport, yeah, injuries yeah, that, are yeah, part of the game. It happens, it it can't happens do anything right? About that. So I was content and cool with myself because I went to school.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: I got a degree. Mm-hmm. I was fine with working with kids because that's what I really wanted to do. I wanted to work with kids. So coming back and getting a job as a teacher, the fourth, no, in a Catholic school, fourth graders, was I was okay with that. Mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. once was like, I need to be there. Like I played with the Chauncey Billups. I played with Vince Carter, who was, a, who was a friend of mine. Kevin Garnett. That was my class, and that was my era. Sham Guard, Stefan Marbury, <laughs> Antoine Jameson. It's not a weight right
0: there to those names. My yeah. name
4: Sharif Abdul-Rahim, Paul Pierce, Ron Mercer. Yeah. We all bump heads and played ball um, in all-American camps and, and camps all across. So I see them on TV all the time. I see them playing things of that magnitude, but I've never once regretted how my career went. If I didn't get injured, can I have been in the pros? Yes. I got injured, things happen. it is what it is, right? Um, never once beat myself up about it, never once hated on the next person who made it and achieved their accomplishments and their goals and, and went on to play in the NBA. I just kind of was like, this is what I'm in right now, let me make the best of what I'm in right now. I'm a teacher. Let's teach. I got a chance to go back to my high school and help coach. Let's coach. Okay. Let me get these kids ready. You guys are going off to college. Let me tell you what it was when I was recruited. Gotcha. I had a diary in the newspaper when I used to write about how I was being oh, recruited. Shit. Diary of a recruit. That's right. Yeah, damn. damn. Me and were host Holslaw. That's
0: right. Right. Um, oh wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. And he's, and Tennessee he's bringing, Volunteers. Yeah. He's yeah. bringing back some school. shit right now, <laughs> man. I'm like, wow. That's right.
4: Queensboro own It was. Okay. It was a yeah. great experience for me. Right, Would I love to play pro? Absolutely. Who doesn't? Right mm-hmm. To this day. But once again, when I watch these games, I learn something every day. Mm-hmm. I try to instill it in the kids that I'm coaching or I'm training or doing different things. When I speak to parents, I'm trying to tell parents now, here's how you got to be in order to make sure your kids is successful on that next level. All of you aspiring to get a scholarship. Because once again, nobody wants to pay for college. Yeah. That's what everybody wants to do, right? So... You know, I have never once wavered Never once doubted Never once was upset Because once again I knew who I was
0: So that's exactly yeah, bro. Damn bro I knew who I was That was the point I That I was going to lead to Right now I was going to ask you Did you Do you believe that, that To the testament Of who you were As an individual Coming up in the process Since you had that Grounding And that mindset On who you were And, and you knew who you were Did that help it With the The, trans, the, the whole transformation From being that guy to knowing now that you have to you know again it's, it's it, I don't want to call it the regular world you know what I mean the real life in general but like did your grounding help you with the transformation going from being in the limelight to now being hey you know what not that guy anymore that I used to be but it doesn't mean it doesn't take anything away from who I was or my experiences and now I can use this in a different manner to teach And And pass it it forward.
4: Absolutely. Right? Um, And once again, like I said, I didn't put all those eggs into that same
0: basket and say, it's either this or it's nothing. How important is that? Like, if you were to talk to anyone that's from your bracket, your age bracket, right below you, right before you, what, what would you say to that individual, that athlete that hasn't let go? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, it might be too late because those individuals might have put all their eggs in that basket using right. your analogy. Right. What type of like advice could you give to somebody, though, that hasn't let go of the what could have been and they're still harboring that in today and holding that as an excuse to why they can't move forward with their life? It's hard.
3: You know a lot of those it's, guys.
0: We all know
4: a lot of those guys, right? It's very hard. I can't sit here and narrate somebody else's story. What I can say to you is this did what you had to do with the time that you had mm-hmm. move on right now we have families now we have kids now we professional world some people aren't built for the professional world but once again me sitting in the front at these all-american camps and meeting all these people and shaking their hands you were the ceo allowed, of your team at that it, time
0: it allowed me to open mm-hmm. up other yeah. doors
4: mm-hmm. for myself yeah. right and that's what i will pass on to any child that I, i'm involved in right now at that highest level. Make sure somebody knows your name and knows who you are, mm. not just your basketball skills because at the same token, just how you put the pin mm. inside that ball to pump air into it yeah. is the same way you can put the pin inside the ball and, and deflate it. So let the air
0: come right out. Correct. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It,
4: it speaks value to a lot of us. We did what we had to do, yes. Do coaches use you in order for them to benefit? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Do parents right now. Kind of use you to navigate and try to make sure you get to the highest point. Absolutely. Absolutely. But understand something, too. This game opens up the doors for relationships. Yes, Yeah. Use those relationships. Mm-hmm. Mo, the schools that you go to, the kid next to you that you want to cut on every day might be a CEO of a company, and someday you're going to turn around and need that person. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So I always... Go with the motto, you're going to need me before I need you. Mm -hmm. That's always been a motto of mine. I don't know where it came from. Mm. It just always stuck with me. You're going to need me before I need you. So once again, I'm not going to change who I am because at some point, it's going to come back around full circle. Yes. Whereas I can probably help you get into a better position or vice versa. You understand what I'm saying?
1: So let me ask you something. So you talked about teaching kids. You also talked about coaching kids with coaching kids comes with with coaching kids comes the parents now you're old enough such that you've seen it through both lenses meaning you were that kid
4: Mm -hmm.
1: and correct me if I'm wrong you're a parent as well right yeah I am a parent and you're coaching kids right do you try to as best possible Drop rules on Every the day. parents as well. Every day, in addition to the kids, to and say, hey, have look.
3: to, and it's hard. For sure, it's hard. It's very. You're dealing with, with grownups. You know yeah, yeah, it's very hard. Stuck in their ways.
4: They're very stuck yeah. in their ways. A lot of them never played basketball on yeah. this level yeah. or this magnitude. Yeah. They don't understand. Once again, they have filters and they listen to other different people. Here I am, knee deep in this. Been in it for years now. Without my mom without my dad. So I got to see all different spectrums of this game evolve and grow, right? A friend of mine's always kind of like, listen, if your son was on my team, I would do X, Y, and Z. I will make sure he's good because you're my boy. I said, it sounds like you're doing me a favor facts don't do me no favors facts if my son is not producing or doing what he needs to do to bench be on his that ass tort, you it. It. he does not deserve it now that's a conversation for me and my son to have when we leave i'm not yeah. going to do it during the game yeah. and discredit what he's doing or even harbor on that when we leave and i tell parents this this is how your conversation should go how do you think you played today The reason why I'm asking you that question is because I already know. First thing I do with my (laughs) son. My answer and my response. First thing I ask
3: my son everything. How do you
4: think you played? now if your son sits there or your daughter sits there and bullshits you? You know that they're not serious about it. Yeah, it's a false sense of reality. I know what I'm watching and you just went through it. Mm -hmm. So tell me how you really feel. If your son be like, you know what, I could have did better today. Or my daughter said, I could have did better today,
0: daddy. How? Yeah, Mm
3: -hmm. explain to me.
0: You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You want to make sure their brain is working too, yeah. though. You want to see that they could re- they they could resonate with the issues, the things they did right, the things they did wrong. That's how you know there's growth and
1: issue spotting, exactly. Yeah. And, and what it-
0: you can build on. You yeah. exactly. understand what I'm
4: saying? I think it's too many times you have parents who are embedded into this game and want the best for their kids, where they degrade their kids yeah. and break them down so much that the kids fall out of love for the the game you understand? so it's kind of like I'm giving you open-ended questions for you to answer Mm -hmm. and every time you say something I'm gonna say and then what else can you do? Mm -hmm. okay so the next time you play what are some three things because if you give them too much Mm -hmm. they're not going to know what to hone in Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. correct give me three things that you can work on for the next time you play and I'm gonna hold you to that. Yeah. The next time you, play. that's all I'm looking for.
3: Yeah. All
4: the other stuff we can work on. Yeah. Once again, when I have players, it's kind of like if you can't shoot, perfectly fine. Don't worry about that because we're in league right now. We're in season. Mm-hmm. Because you know you can't shoot, then you shouldn't be shooting threes. And, and yeah. It's not the time
0: to figure it out. Not now. We do that in the off season. In the, the season. <laughs> in summertime, <laughs> summertime, summertime when awesome. we're on our that's craft. work on But it's what it's what, it's what are you good at right now, though? <laughs> <laughs> Would you say Conway? Ben Simmons. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but what, right now, though, to, to hone in on that, right? Like, what what are you good at right now? What are the good things you are doing that you feel comfortable with? Yeah. And we have to hone in on that. And one thing I'll touch on, also being a coach and being a general manager of a youth league, one of the hardest parts that parents can't. Get through their head The The most crucial time For you to get With your child When it comes to Playing sports Is that car ride home After a game That's a big fact It's what the fuck You say in that car ride home Too Yeah. You know Are you beating them up or Are you fucking Just Belittling belittling them And everything that they did wrong Or degrading the coach That was my second point I'm never going to blame you For your deficiencies Because I don't want you To even acknowledge What you're good or bad at I'm going to blame it On somebody else Because I don't want to Break your skin Or break your shell Because I can't do that to you
3: No no excuses What did you do What did you do To to help yourself What did you do To help the team So Julian Let me ask you this
1: then Do you find that Certain parents It's not even really about the kid. It's about their failures in their own life, putting it on the child. And now the child has this burden and the parent is belittling them, degrading them, because it's not really about how the kid played. They're just replaying. The the parent is just replaying Their shortcomings in their own head. Like, is that something that you you come across?
4: I think it's 85% of that. Oh, wow. I think it's 85% of that. That's scary. Nobody will really tell you that. Yeah. You can just see based off the conversations, you can, based off the parents' mannerisms and how they carry themselves, you can see that all the time. We all want success for our kids. We all want to put our kids in the best situation. But what I'm starting to see is that you will move your kid around so many different times to put them in that perfect situation. It doesn't exist. It, do- it does not it doesn't. It's it very hard to find. You're going to find it, but if you do find it, it's at not going to be at the level yeah, that you set. really want it to be at. You sure, that's like you're be playing better. D3. You're always going to think you something's al- better. You always want it to be better, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then once it's better, you realize, my child really can't compete or play in this position because... I've moved them around so much, they never adjusted on
0: how to fit into this. And they also can't be coached at that point. It, it's a, it, Because you, blend, you bounce them around so much, these kids can only absorb but so much. And if you look at the, the people that we are speaking about, who we keep
4: saying are broken, who are damaged, who want to blame the sport, blame the coach, blame the situation, whatever the case may be, that's what it was. The hard work wasn't put in. You didn't have to grind. You didn't have to get benched. I was benched before. I yeah. had to sit down. I had to learn. Look at Kimber Walker. Kimber Walker was benched. Came yeah. in to be, was bench. He didn't say anything. Nope. nope. He didn't beef. No excuses. No excuses. He did what he had to do, and then when he got back on the court, he showed improved. proved. How, how old is
1: Kimball
2: now? 29, 30. 30? Think he's
1: about
0: 30? I don't think he's 30 yet. Yeah. I don't so think, 20, he's, 20, I think he's 30. like 28, 29. So you be, all right, 20, 29. Yeah. He's that young? I mean, he's been in the league a little while
3: yeah, there's injuries man
0: it makes it nah, feel like it's so much longer
3: because the reason I ask is
1: because I think he's great because I was gonna say like he 30, where he from though he came huh? he came, he up, he came up in and where, where,
4: where you' from you from again once again Kimber wasn't really good his freshman and sophomore year I didn't even
3: know about him to senior. it was his
4: junior year when he came on Played in the summertime.
3: Imagine what he did in the Started summer. playing, yeah.
4: and that's what created the confidence and built moving on up. Then he yeah. started playing 50 50. Started calling easy pass, this, then, the third. Yeah. Then his confidence started to come up because couldn't shoot, fast as hell, yeah. great handle, and then that confidence came his junior year, and he just ran with it. Mm-hmm. Great two years at Rice, won the championship, went to UConn. Freshman year, okay, mediocre sophomore junior year went to big work.
1: championships and everything else. Yeah. big yeah. shot yeah.
4: all that stuff matters right because i put my head down i never was given anything too early i had to grind and that's what it is too today right these kids are being afforded too much yeah. too early. Yeah. Yo, know, yeah. the gratification. You're not putting in the no time. one puts in the work, no. Right? You've never been benched You never have to, no. right? to come. You know the whole Michael Jordan story He was cut from his high school team. Yeah. That don't exist nowadays, though. With these stories of these kids, because no. once they
0: get benched once they get cut, they move from school yeah. to yeah. school another school, school because the parent it. exactly is like, is like, you know what? Nah, this is not the right fit. Whatever. It's not your fault. Yeah. It's the system's fault. Yeah. We're gonna find a place for you. Yeah. One thing I will say, and I don't know if you had a chance to coach yet since you we're, we're talking about you know uh, your coaching time now and your training time, right. right? Coaching children that are either direct heirs of former players or people who have like a, a an allure to them because of their name. So I'll sit there and say like you you had used the the, the percentage before how was eighty five percent when it was in regards to the parents and how with the their and correct me if I'm wrong. You had said eighty-five percent is based off the parents. What was that for again? Before
3: they, they were li- they were living off they were living vicariously through their kids because they the failed because they failed.
0: So because of that, I turn around and I say, having two big name people for for, for me being a coach, I've had the son of Nate Burleson, right, and I've had another guy. What I I I can use Nate as my friend, but I won't use the other guy's name. Um, Just
1: to guys, tell the people who Nate Rose is.
0: So Nate Rose is a former NFL wide receiver. He is the current CBS analysis for uh, uh, the Sunday Football. He's NFL, also on NFL, NFL, NFL Network, Network, and he is currently on CBS Good Morning. Now he is, you know, he, his his career. He's is has He's there. So having someone like Nate on the t- on on the sideline before being a parent who is in the mix, Nate never pushed the bullshit like how some of these parents that never played the game, yeah. pushed the bullshit. And, and that's where I sit on a fine line when it comes to some of these former athletes. Some of them know what they're talking about. I had another gentleman who was a star in the Canadian football league. He was basically the, uh, the, the Travis Kelsey of the, can, the Canadian League. You know, he was that guy. He's won chips up there. I just coached both of his sons this past year. And he was the first one that was the last one to speak. Mm. Did you hear that? Yeah. He was the first one to be the last one to speak.
2: Yeah.
0: But he was the guy who could have spoke the most because I had the most skin in the game. Yeah. I, I've done this before. I could say whatever the fuck I want. Those guys tend not to speak so much because they understand what the value is with coaching, the process, what it is growing. But the parents that don't,
1: well, they didn't make it,
0: and they have never. As you yeah. had said, try to have the most voice in the room. And it's like, bro, what
4: are you doing? What are you doing here? It's unfortunate, right, yeah, yeah. Um, because it's a universal thing. They all do it. Um, I'm not one to toot my horn. So I have plenty of chances where I could have got up and just shut the whole room down mm-hmm. with and just spewed out accolades. accolades. And I'm kind this, of like, this. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to yeah. take the high road, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust the process. That's what I'll say. Allow me to coach your child. I think more parent meetings need to need to happen. The buying is not there no more. Everybody wants to run to the next best thing. Whoever's mm-hmm. winning games or whatever the case may be. Like, that's true. They wanna they
1: wanna, they wanna show they wanna showcase their their child.
4: On IG, that's yeah. what it's about. That's really right? what it is. It's, it's all about marketing, media. it's yep. about social media. Why is my child not getting the publicity? Why can't I post my child on it? And I'm kind of like that's not what it's about. In 3rd grade, 4th grade, 5th grade, 6th grade, 7th <laughs> grade, 8th grade, ninth. Like that's not what it's about yeah. It's you, about You can't tell
1: them that though
4: Not at all Because nobody really wants to hear that yeah. And this is just truth of the matter Right? Um, allow your child to develop If right. you see that somebody's taking interest in your child And your child's developing So one of my spiels that I always have with my parents is that If you feel like your child is not getting better underneath my tutelage mm-hmm. Then feel free to go elsewhere Mm-hmm. You hear what I said? Mm-hmm. If you feel like your child's not getting better underneath my tutelage. Take them to where they, where you might feel that they're going to get it better. Where you might feel. Mm-hmm, yeah, emphasis like on might. Now, yeah, yeah. what is getting better? Because when your child came in, your, your child couldn't dribble. So, therefore, I did something to make sure that your child got better. Yeah, yeah. Your child couldn't shoot. Yeah. Your child didn't understand basketball one-on-one. Your child didn't understand how to box out, back door cut. They didn't understand these things. So, your child's getting better. If you notice what I said, I didn't say anything about wins and loss. Mm.
0: That's what these people are priding themselves on yep. They're not used to the growth process They just want to see instant gratification On the wins and the losses How many chips did you win? Not you in particular I'm talking about that's what parents yeah. look for yeah. And you know what's another fact I noticed too With a lot of parents today They will stray away from better competition Just to be able to throw an accolade on the exam yeah. That they won championships Oh, he's won three of these tournaments MVPs, MVP. but where did he do this at yeah. where did she do Who's this he playing at? against who, who did she play against Wait, what league were you doing it's this it's
1: what you did is who you did it against
0: absolutely because you could be a star you and play an town ball
4: exactly yeah. and that's where the reclassification thing comes into me. oh boy yeah. that's a whole other conversation and that's a whole different other conversation yeah. right because i can't
2: because
1: just for so the people that are not really into sports explain what reclassification is
4: I yeah, can say you want, that is you retaining your child back a grade so that they can compete in whatever sport it is that you want them to compete in.
0: It's against the purpose of what recalcification was meant to be for. It was ideally because your child couldn't develop well yeah. academically. And it, yeah, yeah. They utilized the loophole yeah. to be able to get them another year under their belt. So yeah. now that you might be going from 8th grade to freshman year, you might not be ready for freshman year. So I want to hold you back again eighth grade year. So when you go into freshman year, now you're, you're, older, bigger, you're bigger, bigger, smarter, stronger, faster, yeah, everything. Yeah. Now you have the advantage. Now you're going to get noticed. That's what it's for. But it only goes but so far. Yeah. And a lot of people are going to catch up to you at some point. It definitely does. It d- thank it's you. you. It's say that one more time. It's, it's going to do what? going to catch up to you. Thank you. Time. It definitely and it does all the time. I tell this to parents.
1: You know what? This is not something I planned on asking, but just kind of naturally went know, I'm curious to get your opinion on it. Zion Williamson played in everybody saw his high school highlights. Amazing. Amazing. But you saw who it was who it was up against.
4: Watched all the clips. Absolutely.
1: So talking about the reclassification in terms of like not necessarily what you did, but who you did it against. Right. So now he's in the league. He's used to being the most athletic, strongest, the the highest jumping The biggest the biggest. Now he's he's don't get me wrong, he's still a freakishly athletic freaking agent
4: absolutely but
1: now there's other people that are just as big That's is strong this strong strength. and work harder at maintaining their body that's
4: and, and that's what he went wrong zion was never pushed yeah that's that's what he went wrong he was never pushed yeah
0: he was that guy who always had the car blanche to yeah. do what he wanted and gilbert arena said it best
4: mm. he came in at a heavy weight. Getting into the NBA, now you have strength and conditioning coach, meal preparation, XYZ, you're going to gain your muscle now that you're in the NBA. So, all he did was, on top of whatever he had now, weight wise, he added on NBA muscle, which is making him heavier, which is breaking his body down because he already came in overweight. Nobody said, you know what, because he's been getting away with it for so long, Mm -hmm. now you're playing against physical stronger yeah. just as athletic as you are your body now has to catch up with your nba 25 that they call it right yeah, and put yeah. on 25 pounds of muscle it's a big difference it's a huge difference yeah, people don't realize yeah, it. that it's a huge fucking difference huge difference yeah. and that's
0: what's Zion's especially, the,
1: problem. especially the way he plays because Reckless all abandon. that all that Torque is coming down, down here. That yeah. sneaker more, be, yeah. that, that sneaker
0: incident Said yeah. everything Ooh, wow. yeah. Yeah. That says a lot bro It's a lot of torque yeah. yeah To be able to pop the seams On a fucking sneaker <laughs>
2: Yeah we can,
0: we, can, we can attribute it To as many deficiencies In the sneaker That you want At the end of the day That sheer force of that man Is what created that situation <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> You know what I mean? But it's a good time, man. And, and, and June, again, we, we appreciate your, your, uh, your, 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 your story. We appreciate your yeah, insight. Yeah, and definitely. most importantly, the, the message you could send out on multiple levels from being there, uh, uh, being the guy, uh, to now, you know, being a guy on the other side of the, the whistle, so to say, or the other side of the court, you know, where you're training and you're coaching. Like a, a lot of the jewels that you have were very crucial. I felt that you said today, and I hope that the people that listen to this they, they absorb it because a lot of stuff nowadays goes right over the heads of people, man. But you dropped some real heavy jewels today,
2: yeah.
0: And it's it's been great having you here for this segment. Uh, I wouldn't want to have it with anybody else. Greatly appreciate especially it. for this topic. Greatly. Yeah, yeah, yeah much, especially with this topic, bro. And you'll and, and again, and I will say this to the testament of, of Charlton, use uh, your government. You know. Um <laughs> I know where he's from. We're from the same hood. I've watched him grow up. He's older than me. He's always been the dude that we looked up to, you know, and he's been the guy who had that spotlight on him. And to see how through the years of being the guy, his character never changed no matter how bright the spotlight got. He was always the same guy, you know, and what I mean by the same guy is that he never lost his individual, his character Mm -hmm. on who he was. Who he is All the way up to today And I appreciate you for that Because There's not many Individuals that have had that Spotlight And been there To be able to Not lose themselves And to be able to be back here To pay it forward And still doing what you're doing Is a huge testament To who you are And I appreciate you On air On tape Just to say that You know uh, it's it's been a it's been it's been a a, a pleasure watching you grow through this process,
1: man. man, round of applause, well, Yeah, no, facts, facts,
0: facts
2: very much. <laughs> Definitely
0: because yeah, again, like I said, I've watched Charlton throughout the years, man. We've been in the same high school, it's hard not to know who's who. You know, you know him as your man, but then you watch everybody, like, oh my god, Charlton. And you yeah. watch game day, the fucking gyms are packed. Yeah. You know, and then he's also showing out when these things are happening. It's not like he's just living up to the name. He's also going out and he's producing, yeah. but he never changed who he was. And that's just showed to a testament to the people who are coming up, these kids. If you're a parent from our era and you have children in sports, I hope you listen to some of these things that are being said. Take some of this.
1: Listen and take notes because yeah, no, because
0: facts. Because this is real deal talk, and it's coming from a source that has seen multiple situations, been in the room with multiple people, mm-hmm. has been on the same court as multiple people, and is now pulled away from all that, and is still the same person in that process.
3: That's yes, absolutely, yes, yes,
0: So I appreciate you for everything you've done.
4: Right? I greatly you, appreciate the Thank platform, you, definitely. And the one thing I can say to everybody, especially parents, if you want to see your child succeed and grow in this sport or any sport for that magnitude, um, please make sure that humble yourself first as a Mm. parent right humble yourself first allow your child to grow help your child and the best way you can help your child is just to make sure that the leeches and the people on the outside are Mm. not staring your child wrong um like i said my mother wasn't heavily engaged into this um i had some great coaches around me but once again i knew myself as a person yeah i knew myself as a person and once again If you know your child, and your child knows yourself, you can't get steered or bamboozled the wrong way throughout this game, because once again, it's very tricky, it's a very tricky game. Um, Everybody wants to use you and use your child um, as a pawn to make themselves better, or look better, or their team better, anything of that magnitude. Try to make sure you maximize and get the best out of every situation you possibly can. And if somebody's doing right by your child, stay loyal to that person to make sure that you know you you get the gains and the jewels and all the things that come with that and once again
0: successful life right that's all it's about I hope you are listening to that right there once again big up to Charlton Clark thank you
2: appreciate it
0: It's a great way to segue into our closing segment yes we're
1: gonna get into what you are rocking with where we talk about what we're feeling what we're vibing with this particular week right on the other side of this break
3: (laughs) This is what you rocking with Inside the SNA Live podcast
1: And we're back with our segment We call it What you Rocking with And in this particular segment We just talk about You know what we're feeling What we're vibing with This particular week We call
0: it You know What you Rocking with So You should already know What it is by now everybody Yo we in season 3 That's what I'm saying Get up off You already know what this is we, ain't, we We you know shouldn't have to We shouldn't have to, no, shouldn't have to. And if you guys are the gamblers that I know you are What are the odds On Malik Taking somebody's thunder today <laughs> hey, We got 2 to 1 5 to 1 odds <laughs> Let's see It's a good time for you Take them bets now gamblers, Now is to take the bets Gambler's
1: legal in Jersey now Place your bets
0: I got the over on that one
4: the
1: over. <laughs> Rob, unless you started off this week Brother, what you got?
0: Thank you so much yeah, I'm glad and, and listen It goes a little bit to What I ended talking about the last time what I am rocking with are the stone-cold individuals that have been through the process whether it was their own particular career primarily their own career however or whatever stage they went to where it was you were the best in little league or you were the actual best in d1 and you probably even went to the pros
2: yeah
0: I'm rocking with the individuals that have come back to pay it forward and take that knowledge that they've Learn Because listen man Think about it I can sit here And tell you I'm 41 right now mm. I'm Dumbfounded That I'm 41 Yeah I don't feel like I am
1: No I don't But I it's don't a lifetime 40, yeah, yeah You know
0: what I'm saying And the experiences I've had through my lifetime To be able to have A half an hour conversation With someone half my age The amount of things that I could lay on their table for them from any aspect of life. You want to go relationship. You want to go collegiate. You want to go just like your life in general, whatever it is. I can give you things because I have the years behind it. A lot of people don't know how to pay it forward. And the ones that do are so crucial to the foundation of any community you're building anything in. And without the foundation, you can't have a, a skyscraper. Mm, So I'm rocking with the individuals That have found ways to come back And give back To their local communities If they're coaching at a regular And when I say regular Please don't get
1: disrespected If
0: you're coaching at your local school Or you're even coaching You're all the way up to coaching a local club team Mm -hmm. Just that individual to come back And give back and Utilize their true experiences not be, Because listen There's a lot of coaches out there That are still cut from a cloth mm. That are of the leech mm. That are of the snake mm. That are of the what I can get from you yeah. Because it's very very noticeable In every sport yeah. I've coached baseball I've mm. coached football My friends My closest friends Have played basketball yeah. I've watched their lives I've seen it And I still see it Through the lives of mm. other friends Where these coaches are mm i'm really rocking with the people who know how to give back the right way mm-hmm. and are actually making a change in these lives of these kids moving forward cool
2: okay okay,
3: okay. i like that lease nice. what you rocking with this week brother so before i get to what i'm rocking i just want to touch on that point also because it's something that i kind of went through personally where Time out. big ups to malik it's is rookie year coaching Yes, That's actually where I'm getting I gotta let that
0: loose yeah, I coach I know June, June June's coaching Malik has joined the ranks Finally yeah, and He yeah. should be And motherfucker You know that I got on so, you for so, so years that's, So
3: that's where I'm getting at So Shame on me Because I always helped I helped Held a lot of that animosity Of you know What didn't happen What didn't You know what happened What didn't And I was saying You know what You know fuck that I know I know what's going on here And I always kept all of that shit in and I would talk to you guys, we would have conversations, mm-hmm. and I would say, yo, you will see a college player, oh yeah, I already know what he went through, this dude, this, that, that. Mm-hmm. And I never was, was giving that information to anybody. Yeah. So finally, you know, in this last year, I said, you know what, I got a son, He's sport. Mm-hmm. he's in sports, he's athletic, he's playing four different freaking sports. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what? Let me let me take this knowledge that I have, and not only for my son, but then obviously where I'm at in my town. I'm in a small little town. These people don't know anything. You know, these right. coaches, right. these yeah. That's why I got on you the most. People who are running these organizations, they think tell, they think they know what the hell they're doing. They nah, don't know. Draw. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm slowly. I'm not coming in with my dick out and like, yo, y'all don't know what the hell y'all doing. I'm. Showing that confidence That listen I Like again I don't have to be The loudest in the room But I know what the fuck I know Well June said himself yeah, too yeah. Like
0: He said there's many times That I could've sat In this meeting yes. This parent meeting And shut the room down With yes. my accolades But I chose
3: not and to And I was around yeah. that. And I'll be in these meetings These coaches meet, You know parents meetings And I would sit there And I would just listen I'm like you don't know What the fuck you talking about yeah. And I didn't say anything I kept it but Just recently, now with everything, with the times, and again, my son getting older, I I gave him a little time to mature. He was my shadow, so you know, he was my shadow. Last week, I gave what what I was rocking with is because I've seen the maturity in him, and again, I, I credit that a lot to myself because again, I let him learn on his own. I school him, I tell him things, but I've let him learn on his own, and he's starting to get it now. So I'm coaching, coaching my sixth grade team. We're not doing too well, but at the same time, I know my strengths. I'm focusing more on what I know my strengths are.
0: Have they gotten better from when they, they walked through the door with you?
3: So quick little story. We, we, had, a, we had a practice where, so we have two teams. I'm, I'm coaching one team. Uh, somebody else is coaching the other team. And everybody had COVID on the other team. So I wound up having to coach the whole team by myself. Usually it's both of us, and I let that, person, that coach lead because I'm, I'm just the assistant. And I, said, I started asking, I said, you know what? fuck all of this plays and you know let's do let's set uh, let's set a screen let's and get back to the basics let's get back to the basics right. and literally for two hours the beginning of practice I said listen kids this is going to be a boring practice. I said, no, I said I had, I have good news and I have bad news. They, I said, what you want first? They said the bad, uh, the good news. I said, good news is we're not doing any running today. Because, you know, usually we have them run, running run, all over run, the So we're Suicide not doing run. any running. They were like, yeah. I said, the bad news is it's going to be a boring-ass practice. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yo, you should have seen all their faces. They paused, all. right? That that celebration I went. I said, we're going to do fundamentals. I'm going to teach you guys really how to play basketball. So long story short, we get to the next game. And one of my kids plays on the, on the other team. And again, he's not one of the best kids. Actually, probably he was probably the least skilled kid. And he gets the ball at the key, and he gets it, and he head fakes. And mind you, before all of that, we must have had about seven, eight traveling calls where the kids was getting the ball and just running, and it was calling travel. Yeah, right. yeah. He gets the ball, does a perfect head fake. It was a drill I, I did for like ten minutes. Head fakes, dribble, takes two dribbles, and shoots a jump shot. Bow. Everybody was looking. I was like, "Yeah, that was me." <laughs> <laughs> I, I did told, that. I told him that in the last practice. <laughs> I did. That. And the coach looked at me like, "Oh, okay."
0: You so know this thing? week, this week, Malik is rocking with Malik right now. rocking with me right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, so I just, I just had to throw that in again. I've, I'm again, you being here. It's actually made me feel a lot better about my decision where right. paying it for it, You know what I'm saying? Giving it back. Take Don't keep all this knowledge to yourself or to my son. Don't be selfish. Give it to these other kids. You know what I'm saying? God forbid
0: you both die today. Think about how much influence and how much knowledge, knowledge, yeah. Yeah, knowledge. is
3: gone. Yeah, yeah. That was that, never that given was to never anybody. Given anybody. It's yeah. just
0: a wasted source of energy that's been here. Yeah. It's no longer available. Yeah,
3: but... My initial, again, this got a little deep because this, you know, near and dear to my it's heart. A it's a touchy subject, topic today. It's right. But when I'm rocking with this this week, guys, I stayed on topic. Okay. So y'all know, when it comes to basketball, I'm not a team. Like I don't, I'm, I don't have a fan. I'm not a fan of one team. I live in New York. I like the Knicks. I want them to do well. But. But I'm not a freaking, I'm not a Nick fanatic. He's not a fan at all. I, I'm a fan of players. I yes. like good basketball. I like the, like the roof of players. I'm not a team guy. So, what I'm rocking with is I'm proud of this one player who I did not like when he first came into the league. We talked about him earlier. And the improvement and the confidence that I've seen in him RJ Barrett. Mm. Wow. Good. Okay. Shout He's out elaborate. to RJ Barrett. Please so, elaborate on that. It kind of goes to uh, the topic where we said Julius Randle. This is just my personal opinion. I feel Julius Randle was stunting R.J. Barrett's growth. Mm.
0: I could see that, though. Think about
3: it. Think about the last... Well, he was a
0: rookie last year, too, though,
3: right? But specifically this year. Think about ever since... Julius Randle got booed. Have you noticed he's changed his game a little bit? He's actually now passing the ball. A lot of it. He's it's not taking firm. as many shots. And <laughs> yeah. who's benefiting from that? R.J. Barrett. He's he's helped R.J. Barrett's game. And R.J. Barrett, instead of sitting back saying, well, fuck this dude, he ain't passing the ball, he stepped up to the plate.
0: Which shows a testament to an individual who's realizing his opportunity and taking yes.
3: advantage of it. So, so Playing R- his role until yes. the-
0: be the guy until you need
3: to be the guy. Exactly, yes. dude. You were a freaking what? Third, third pick for you. You know, you was a first round pick. You were a lottery pick. Shit, yeah, of dude. course,
0: the Knicks luck. Play you
3: your role. Do what you're supposed to be doing. I was never a fan of his game. I thought he was very too laid back and a little soft. And Canadian,
0: man. like Conway
3: would say, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he has some holes in his game. But I'm sure he's going to work on it. But obviously, he's shown he's been working on his game. His Absolutely. shot is a lot more consistent. I agree. But not even that. He's taking the. He said, like, "Oh, you're you going to give me the ball now, Julius. All right, Why I'm going to take advantage." It? Yeah. I'm gonna do it. He's okay. doing his thing. Shout out to uh, RJ Barrett Wow. Okay. I
0: would never think that that would come out of him.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I'm not a Nick I'm not a Nick I, just, no, I just, just I just want them to do better. Man. Do
0: right. better. Well, we all do. We all do. Okay. So with that being said, Conway, what are you rocking with this week? So
3: it's gonna
1: seem like it's left, but it's gonna come back. For oh, a oh, so you're Wait doing you're pulling at me. Time you pull out, Malik. All Time right. out. Yo. When
0: you have to set the stage. It already makes me worry So it's gonna (laughs) seem like Because he gets on me all the time That's why I'm saying that I know
1: know. It's gonna seem like It's 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 left But it's gonna come back full circle Okay This week I'm rocking with Cardi B Wow And like I said It's gonna seem left at first But I'm gonna bring it back full circle Please Please. The reason why I'm fucking with Cardi B Or rocking with Cardi B This particular week Everybody I shouldn't say everybody If you don't know There was a horrific fire That happened in the
2: Bronx
0: 19 people passed away Yeah yeah, yeah, exactly, Exactly Exactly Guys, if you look that up uh Anyone who's not over here on this coast Or from from New York in mm-hmm. general yeah, man, I would say in, was it, I don't know the exact date But early January There was uh, mm-hmm. a, I think the largest fire in almost in Over 30 years Three yeah. decades yeah. And it, it claimed the lives of
3: 19 people 19 people Kids A lot of kids I And want to put say, a lot of
0: people yeah. out in the streets Out of the 19
1: so, I want to say it was like 9 kids Or yeah, something geez. like that So it was not only A lot of kids But it was a lot of people Not originally from this country A lot of Africans Yes So Cardi B Bronx native Stepped up and said You know what I'm gonna pay For not only the funerals And 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 when I was looking this up Not only the funerals Of the people who passed But a lot of them Like I said Weren't originally from this country So she Is not only paying For the funerals Of the people who were Americans and, and lived here uh, or, or from here originally, but paid for the flight of the bodies back mm. to, to West the Af- homeland, to so West they Africa. could get buried with their family. Yes, exactly, nice. exactly. Wow. So we were talking about and this, is how it comes back full circle. Bronx people paying it forward. Wow. So originally from the Bronx, as people know her backstory, humble beginnings, and she's at a platform right now where she can do something and do wow, well I didn't know for, she did that. for yeah. people. So it's. So beautiful Such a, a, a Beautiful touching story Because We all remember Her early days In terms sure. of like Reality shows or whatever And It just shows her maturity
0: Red Cardi body Yeah exactly Stri- like, <laughs>
1: Stripper pole <laughs> Exactly exactly. But it shows her Her maturation It shows her Thinking about Not just her But Understanding Where she came from How these people Are in a similar predicament In terms of not being In the best financial position And maybe not being able To afford Yo Funerals aren't cheap. No, they're not.
0: At they're all. not. And, and, yet, and, and now you're talking about
3: 19, but yeah. now you're
0: also talking about it's not like it's not like having your relative fly from South Carolina to New York or flying the body. They're also flying the she's flying the bodies back to, to Africa. West Africa. Yeah, like so. that is a cost. Yeah, and she yeah. covered the cost of the funerals, I'm assuming, and everything. Like, yeah, wow.
1: exactly, exactly. So, just in the whole spirit of the conversation about paying, paying it, it forward. It. Yeah,
0: man. Wow. Like I
1: said, bringing it back full circle. So. Shout out Cardi B, man. Yes, beautiful, sir, sir. beautiful BX, gesture.
2: baby. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: Beautiful gesture. And it
0: would normally, uh, I'm not surprised that it would take somebody again from the Bronx to do something at a time where other inhabitants of the Bronx are going through something tough.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just shows the resiliency of where we're from. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and also how we know how to look out Yeah, for those that are like us Yeah Look like us Live like us
1: Exactly Exactly You know so beautiful.
0: I mean Wow I did not know She did Yeah
1: that. man Yeah beautiful Beautiful gesture And last but not least We're gonna let our guest Talk about What he's rocking with This particular week So Mr. Clark
0: we're going to test your freestyle right now. Because we didn't <laughs> off prep. the top of the do yeah, We off, didn't prep. We dump, did not son. prep. Off you, the you know what we do here? We don't. We, we like the shock and awe. <laughs> you know, we're good old Americans. Like sh- we like the shock and awe system. So it's all spontaneous. Bro. We like the spontaneous yeah. thing. So we threw this upon June in, in our last break. So Definitely I'm curious to dead. see. Yeah, but you know what, bro, brother? Knowing the testament, the character, who you are, being able to figure out something that you're rocking with shouldn't fall too far from the topic that we're looking at. So Joe, what are you what are you rocking with right now, nowadays?
4: Well, I really appreciate that. Um, just sitting here, being in this realm, I'm rocking with, and we talked about, right? The fact that I was who I was at the time, quote unquote star, celebrity, person of my stature in the school setting, went on to college, did the same thing with that stature. Um, I'm rocking with the fact that I've always stayed true to myself and who I was mm. to be able to have friends like you guys. Oh, right? man. Kind of way, okay. I just met you, and ever since I met you, you've been standing up from day one and the things that you do, how you carry yourself and your mannerisms. But the fact that these two young men here I've known for years mm.
3: 12 years um, old. 12 years old. Yeah, yeah literally.
4: Yeah, he was definitely very young. And the fact that. To hear you guys How you speak about me And And the things That I've done I've never Realized it myself And I wanted to Allude to something That you said earlier Right I could've been an asshole I could've put my dick On the table Tell people Whatever the case may be Because I was a Quote unquote star I never Shitted on anybody I I never Belittled anybody That's what I really Wanted to say I never really Belittled anybody Because at the same token I knew it was gonna Come around Back in full (laughs) circle Always right? Um, Home a bitch man Karma's definitely a bitch And once again I treated the person next to me with the glasses on the nerd or the person who got the great straight A's in school I treated that person the way I would treat somebody on my basketball team mm-hmm. I didn't treat anybody any differently yeah, so yeah. the fact that our friendship has evolved and yeah. came around full circle and we're sitting here as grown men mm-hmm. talking about life mm-hmm. talking about family, talking about finance mm-hmm. talking about moving into a better situation talking about helping each other to get better jobs and do things that we love to yeah. do and also open up your spot for me to make connections with different people in the area that you guys have made connections with Mm -hmm. um, that's what's resonating with me right now Mm -hmm. the fact mm -hmm. that our friendship has evolved into so much more and getting to see a little better and doing different things like this has been a dope platform for me I usually don't speak about myself this is probably only the second podcast Mm -hmm. I've ever did talking about life experience me as a player things of that magnitude I did what I did whatever the accolades the accolades but it doesn't change me as a person mm-hmm. and, and the knowledge that i want to spit forward is how can we help the next generation how can we help families how can we help kids how can we Facts. build as a community because mm-hmm. once again you rarely see this right mm-hmm. very rare it doesn't happen enough us us people and i'll say us we shit on each other so that we can get ahead yeah yeah right Whereas the other people help each other and they build a whole community Networks. together. Networks. Yeah, they, they build a whole community together and they stick together. Yeah. We usually don't stick together. We usually yeah. don't do things for one another because we're always
3: trying to out outdo each, outdo do each, each, other. each other. And, yeah. and that's where we fall short. So
4: yeah. I appreciate this platform. I appreciate our friendship. Yeah. Um, it's only going to grow and get better. And, you know, the best to come.
3: Yes, sir. Moving forward. Same to you, brother. Man, that's... Yeah, that's that, beautiful. That, Yeah,
0: that, that's a great thing. And, and again... Uh, it's been a pleasure having you on the platform with us June uh, we're grateful that you know we're able to utilize these platforms that we created to tell the story of, of of a lot of us and a lot of people who are tied to us directly where the opportunity to have that story told isn't very well easily attainable that's mm-hmm. true you know what I mean and, sure. and, 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 and appreciate having you on here being able to pour yourself out and it's always always better when you can do it in great company absolutely you know it's a little bit easier too you know because the you know that term you let your hair down a little bit you know Mm. it's a big thing but you did say one thing before before you close us out um the idea of sticking together with the people that you've come through not many people could say that that they still could talk to the same people they knew 20 years ago. Right. Yeah, it's very, very, very rare to say that. And to yeah. say that you can, and that you do, and not only that, but you guys are utilizing opportunities to grow, and 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 expand, and and and, and do more building for our people. Whereas it's not something that's really common from where we come that's from. That's a fact. You know what I mean? And, and, and if anyone takes notes off of anything here today, on top of all the jewels you got, you should also know that it's important to build within the people that you have. And listen, I might be great at stirring concrete. Concrete uh, Conway might be amazing being a bricklayer. Malik might be the phenomenal electrician. And, and, and Jewel might be the best welder. Now we could put a building together. Absolutely. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: And it's about utilizing the strengths of people around you and building towards something Larger than what you will Currently have Because you can't Get somewhere forward When you're pulling Everybody back It's really gonna Set you back 10 steps And
3: where we, where we coming from We need to do more of that man. And yeah, the name of the game me.
0: Is chess
4: I'm Not checkers. Yeah it's it's, 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 a, it's a, a marathon On top not a of each other or Trying to get on top Of each other It's kind of like You have a piece to play Play your part well I have a piece We all have a piece yeah. Do it together Because collectively together We can be greater Vol-
0: Voltron about. taught us that That's a whole fact Right Voltron <laughs> taught us that, that those Growing those up Silverhawks They
2: don't Silver watch all <laughs> <They don't laughs> do that. Silver Silverhawks
4: We bro. got an
3: episode in <laughs> Season one You gotta listen to that We're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. 80's, yeah. 80's, 80's, 80s 80s babies 80s babies
4: Come on now
3: yeah, man. Seriously,
4: but so, I, agree, I greatly appreciate the platform, my yeah, sir. thank you. For any coming through, any, so any much, different man. time that you got something you want to talk about, please I feel
0: free to write it by me. No, we definitely will, again, bro. Definitely yeah, I think I think out. this is definitely a, another opportunity to bring Absolutely. you back again. Yeah, yeah, sure. Much appreciated. Yeah, definitely man. like this. Appreciate sure. you
1: coming through, brother. That brings us to the conclusion of this episode. We appreciate you joining us on this journey. You can find us on YouTube You can find us on uh, Spotify You can find us on
0: Anywhere that you stream your favorite yeah, podcast Yeah
1: man Our link tree is on our Instagram page Man, Hit us up Check us out Post comments Get back to us Let us know if we're totally off base Let us know if like, you're you rocking What we're talking about And in the words of Shirley Chisholm If they don't give you a seat at the table Bring a folding chair We out Peace
0: Peace You have just listened to the SNA Live Experience. We want to thank you for tuning in with us. We'll be back with another episode.